Super Talk Mississippi media production. Find your new ride at Kia McCombs all-new location at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Come find out why McComb loves Kia McComb at the corner of I-55 and Highway 98. Right on the corner, right on the price. Howdy, howdy, it's Rhino here, and I wanted to say thank you for listening to Middays with Gerard Gibbert here on Super Talk Mississippi. All right, flight directors, I want the go, no, go for launch. Retro. Go flight. Booster. Go flight. Eco. Go flight. Trajectory. Go flight. Capcom Freedom. Go flight. Capcom Independence. Go flight. All right, ladies and gentlemen, it's pucker time. You're awake, by the way. Independence and Freedom, this is Kennedy Firing Room. We're T-minus one minute. All crew members, close and lock your visors. The state of Mississippi. Thank you. It's real. Let's rock this joint. Mississippi. We love Mississippi. This is the JT Show with JT and producer Rhino on Super Talk Mississippi. Make Mississippi great again. Mississippi and welcome to the JT Show Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbard in the chair today, along with my good friend in the booth, Rhino. Morning, Rhino. Howdy, howdy. We are set on this Monday to kick the week off. It is Dr. Martin Luther King Day. We celebrate today here in the United States. So the building was kind of empty as folks are enjoying the holiday. Did you notice that? You oh, yeah. It, it, it harkens back to uh, about 10 months ago when the parking lot was empty for a totally <laughs> different reason. That's exactly right. Uh, and we sort of, I guess the folks that occupy the building are uh, kind of operating on a, a limited in-person staff basis, I would say. When Not, they can. Yeah, when they can. But nonetheless, the first thing I noticed was an empty parking lot and an empty building here. But... That being said, we're going to try to fill the airwaves up today for three hours uh, on the JT Show. Coming up at uh, 1020, we've got my good friend in the studio, Dr. Paul Sego. He's the uh, chief of staff, I believe, at St. Dominic's Hospital. And he's going to give us uh, kind of an update from his perspective on the vaccine rollout. That seems to be paramount on everyone's mind these days, as it should be. Big deal going on. It's It's been a rather maligned process, shall we say. And so we got uh, Dr. Sego in the studio to kind of give us an update on that. And then my good friend Mike Hurst is coming up at 11 o'clock, uh, U.S. Uh, attorney. And he'll tell us about his stepping down and his plans going forward from there. Looking forward to that. And then Mississippi Outdoors, of course. It's Monday at 12 o'clock. And I'm sure we'll have our Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks panel in for that. So, this being Rhino Martin Luther King Day, I'll start by just quoting the great Dr. King. Probably his most famous quote of all. I have a dream that my four little children will one day live in a nation where they will not be judged by the color of their skin, but by the content of their character. So that was 1963. 1963. I was actually breathing on the planet in 1963. I know you weren't. 
That was a little bit before my time. <laughs> uh, now, <laughs> not that I had a clue what was going on. I wasn't that old. But nonetheless, 1963. So here's the question. Here's the question. How much of Dr. King's dream have we appreciated and actually fulfilled these days? Now, let's think about the times, and I know it was before your time, 1963. How far have we come? And I'll just kind of opine on it. I think we've come a long way. A long way. Does that mean things are perfect? No. I'm not sure we ever achieve that utopia. Uh, I don't think that's possible as long as humans inhabit the planet, frankly. Uh, but I think we've made incredible progress. So I know the tendency in our society, and certainly in our media, is to focus on how bad things are and everything that is a failure. We rarely talk about achievements and accomplishments, especially when it comes to race relations and racial equity and so forth. In fact, a lot of people would say that given the events that occurred over the past summer, we went backwards. I totally disagree with that. And I think the tendency is to take one or two incidents, such as the tragic situation with George Floyd and Breonna Taylor, and look at those and say, that absolutely is emblematic of broader society. That's the way everybody in the country is, that, that uh, every person of color is oppressed, and the deck is stacked against them from a societal perspective, and every white person is a white supremacist. We, we have a tendency to kind of group and label and categorize people that way. And I think that's a mistake. But we rarely talk about the achievements and the accomplishments. And I know I've said it here on the show, but I'm going to say it again today. I'm blessed, and I'm fortunate, and I make no bones about that. But I'll also not excuse the fact that I worked my rear off to get to where I got. That's the way it's supposed to work. I'm not going to apologize for that. But I'm fortunate to live in a nice neighborhood in, uh, here in central Mississippi, in the Madison County area, and right next door to me. And I know I've talked about this, I'm going to say it again. There is a wonderful African-American family, two physicians, have four children, all four of which attend the most expensive, most prestigious private school in the state. Great! Bravo! Fantastic! Would that have happened in 1963? Doubtful. Would? I don't think so. I mean, I think we still had, in some areas, you couldn't go to the same restroom. Think about that. You, you weren't even in the same schools. There was no integration of schools. I mean, you could just go down the list. But I just I point that out as a small and anecdotal, admittedly, but I think a very pointed example of what we're talking about. I don't think that was achievable back then. No, and I would say that as a society, we have progressed along the lines of Dr. King's dream 
to the point where people that make a living off racial division have had to move the goalpost to the point of lunacy. Yeah, well, just think about a couple of points there. I absolutely agree. Think about the money, the resources, the assets, the cycles, the capital invested in diversity and inclusion. Every corporation in America, it seems, has a large organization, frankly. I'll give you an example. Ohio State, every university, of course, some major organizational function and aspect. Ohio State has a hundred people in their diversity and inclusion organization at a cost of ten million dollars a year. So what do you need a hundred people for? What and then here's the other question. So if we're not to judge a person by the color of their skin or their physical attributes, to- totally agree. I believe that's consistent with the Christian teaching with God's words, it's just, it just common sense, being a good human, it's just moral. If you're not, but rather the content of their character, then why do we have all, all of these edicts across our institutions, be they public or private, that require certain composition, say, of staff or vending and so forth, solely based on the color of their skin? Their physical attributes. That's the point I was getting at. I mean, we have gotten along so well as a society compared to how we were. And we, we got to a point in society where the concept of being colorblind was rampant. And that wasn't good enough for those who sow racial division and make that their aim. To the point where you're no longer allowed to say you're colorblind. That's not accepting their cultural their cultural needs and wants. And it's like, uh, we're not supposed to judge based on color, but content of character. Why is that so difficult? It's it's the grievance industry, essentially. It's there's too much power, money, to be derived from it, and it mainly comes from elitist pompous white liberals. <laughs> They're the ones that are benefiting the most from the permanent victimhood grievance. That's not to say there isn't work to be done. But if you keep telling somebody day in and day out, you're a victim, you're downtrodden, you're oppressed, you need me to help you, I don't see how that really is improving racial equity. And I got a couple of other thoughts about it after the break, but next coming up, we've got in the studio our good friend Dr. Paul Sego talking about the vaccine rollout. Stay with us.
Lakeland Fireplace's new expanded showroom is now open, and you've got to see the selection. Lakeland Fireplaces has over 25 display units, including the popular Heat & Glow to choose from. And remember, with Heat & Glow, you can forget about those headaches and unpleasant odors. Oh, by the way, their showroom has 19 live burning fireplaces. While you're there, be sure to ask Zach Sandlin about their premium lines of gas grills, too. It's all at Lakeland Fireplaces, just east of Dogwood in Flowood. A Complete Flag Source is proud to announce that Mississippi has a new state flag. We are taking orders now for all sizes of the newly designed State of Mississippi flag. Flags are in production and soon you can be flying one at your home, school, or business. Place your order by emailing at sales at completeflags.com, calling our store at 601-362-9333, or finding us on the web at completeflags.com. Have you paid a visit to our store? A Complete Flag Source is located at 5295 I-55 North Jackson. Too far to visit? Give us a call at 601-362-9333 with your order or questions. Thank you for shopping local and supporting a Mississippi-owned business. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models. With tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra. The world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra. Available at the Tractor Store in Richland. Walking into Carter Sledge Family Dentistry is like walking into a spa. With its relaxed atmosphere and luxurious setting, you'll definitely feel at ease. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, you can choose either a male or female doctor, whatever makes you more comfortable. Plus, Carter Sledge has the very latest in technology, like same-day crowns. Find out more at cartersledgedental.com. Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, Lake Harbor Drive in Ridgeland. At Carter Sledge Family Dentistry, our smile begins with yours. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Tune in to Good Things with me, Rebecca Turner. It's Mississippi's Radio Happy Hour, weekdays from 2 to 3 p.m. Right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. Do you have an opinion on something you heard from JT or Rhino? Go ahead, grab your phone and text it to them. You can text at 601-879-4395. 601-879-4395. The JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi, on this Monday morning. 
So we've got in the studio with us now our good friend Dr. Paul Sego. Welcome, Paul. Thanks for coming. Thanks, George. Thanks for having me. So paramount in everybody's mind these days is this vaccine rollout and what's going on with respect to that. Uh, uh, Dr. Sego is chief of staff, I believe, Correct. at St. Dominic's Hospital. So. I know you guys have been on the front lines. Uh, certainly, your staff and your resources have. Absolutely. And besides the hospital, of course, you operate uh, the clinics, the MEA clinics, part Correct. of the organization, right? So MEA clinics as well as the SDMA clinics. So we have two clinics that actually are under our group. Okay. Yeah. And are most most of those in central Mississippi? Uh, correct. Most of them are. And and St. Dominic's is one of the largest uh, facilities, healthcare institutions in the state. Uh, correct. correct. Yeah. yeah. So, well, tell us first, Paul, about uh, um, and I and I know Dr. Sigo. By the way, he and I are frequent golf uh, partners, and so if I call him Paul, excuse me for that. It's it's golf course lingo. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, Dr. Sigo, tell us then. What does it look like as far as patients in the hospital that are infected with the coronavirus? And when we hear so much from our government about uh, how that's overrunning and overwhelming the healthcare care uh, environment, what does that look like today? Well, we're still in a really uh, big-time uh, utilization resource within the hospitals itself. Uh, I mean, I get a report daily of our census of COVID patients, and we've been in the as many as the low 110s and and haven't been haven't been below 80 and really been in the 90s for i would say a good uh, 30 days or so and the thing wow. is that is that i mean and uh, and we've had in the in the 20s on the ventilator every day to such a point we've had to purchase other ventilators and and acquire those from other places so it's still a very significant problem and it's about a third of our of our hospitalizations especially right now given you know the 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 elective surgery uh, that have been kind of that have been put on hold for now and so uh, really a lot of the the business that would be typically going on in the hospital now is is lessened and then just from a resource standpoint a covid patient just requires a lot i mean if you're if you're i mean in our icus we've created 10 new we had chest pain observations which we've created into a new uh which we've created into a new um a new icu unit and then we have anywhere from eight to ten beds that we've created within the um and in our recovery room, we we're using those for uh, for patients um, because of our just increased overall ICU use. And, and I guess you know what's what's not understood or as well. And one of the bigger problems we have right now is, is honestly, is, is nursing shortages. Yeah. Is that sometime this summer, um, other states decided how their CARES money was going to be given, and and I believe that they gave that there were other states that had more money for hospitals, and so they've essentially they're paying nurses up to two hundred dollars an hour to come travel and to come. And so the other night we lost five or six um er nurses at night this entire shift and and that that just puts in an already hmm. burdened system hmm. just puts a lot more stress um but but i would say i give a lot of credit to the nurses who are working uh, overall extra shifts and the hospital has made accommodations for them and, and really the nurses and the rest with therapists who aren't given enough credit and then the pulmonary specialists who are on the front line in the hospitals are one really carrying the load for this so one thing that I hear a lot from folks is, well, well, if there's a shortage of beds in ICU units, why don't we just build more, open up more, go uh, re-engineer and, and repurpose other facilities that might 
might be able to perform those services. And what I hear typically from the medical community, and uh, just tell us if this is on, on target, is that, well, that that's great, but we don't have enough resources, human resources, Correct. to staff those additional. Correct. And I think that's just what I alluded to, is that when we lose you know five or six nurses, and you can't replace a nurse one-to-one, it takes a period of time to, to come in, and then you have to have people specialize in, those, in ICU care, uh, and respiratory therapists. And then if you have any of those... Um, individuals who get sick during that period of time or or attract COVID, then then it's then that becomes a dilemma. So, I mean, we've I mean, I've just given you probably twenty ICU beds that we've added. Yeah. Um. And and you know to to increase to help increase that volume and 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 St. Thomas continues to be a stroke center. So those patients that would benefit from the interventions that are that are offered through our, our neurologists and neurosurgeons and interventional radiologists are still coming in. And so heart attacks, strokes, um, in my world, GYN malignancies, those things haven't gone away because we have a pandemic coming on. Sure. Uh, but we have a lot more uh, use of those resources that we have all around. All right, so let's turn our focus to the vaccine and and the rollout thereof. Uh, first, uh, I believe you've been vaccinated. I have. Right? I've yeah. had uh, I've had my first and second dose, and so I'm, I'm grateful to you know, in my role. I, although I'm not on the front lines, and, and grateful for that. I, I've I've tried to be in the hospital almost every day um, over the 300 days or 300 plus days now that we've been in this pandemic, uh, just to keep an assessment of what's going on and try to be there and be available, be helpful in whatever way I can. So I was grateful to get that um, and to be part of that. And and I, I had absolutely no symptoms at all. I mean, I didn't really have a sore arm. I took some Tylenol and I took some Aleve for the second mm. one, and, and I was I was grateful that uh, that I was able to do that. And and to me, I tell you. It's been hard emotionally um, to be in there, and and, and uh, I went home and I felt like I got the golden ticket. My wife, who who did not who hadn't been vaccinated, I, I felt bad for, her and but uh, but it was a it was a great relief off of off me to get that. Yeah, and so uh, how's that? So I know some other uh, mutual friends we have, of course, that are in the in the system in the St. D system. So how's that going with respect to rolling it out? I guess throughout the system, certainly the the frontline workers and those. I guess in particular caring for COVID patients. So, uh, so I mean, one of the things that was was really, uh, I mean, and I can speak from our experience is that is that we sent a survey to all the employees that were involved to find out who wanted to be vaccinated, who didn't, and we were able to vaccinate uh, every employee, and and that really for, who was interested, and that included our clinic workers, and included um, some of our janitorial staff and our kitchen staff. You know, because in some ways some people were concerned and, and didn't want to take the vaccination, and in some ways um, uh, they just didn't want. You know, for some reason or another. So, so everybody who wanted it was able to. And and one of the things, and I'm, I don't mean to sound like I'm a shill for say Dominic's, but, but we had the Pfizer vaccination. There's a little bit of overfill, and so out of that suitcase that you get, typically you should get. It's it's allotted for 975 vaccinations. We were able to get 1,100 out of that, okay. and so we were really able to expand the number that we were able to give. And so, none of this stuff happens as fast as you'd like for it to but but when you're in a hospital you have to make sure you get your frontline workers and then everybody who wants that has that availability and since some are working seven days in a row and have three or four days off you have to do that over a period of time and so that uh so that was gone and i believe we've used you know 96 percent of our allotment in the hospital and and uh, and just have a, you know we're holding obviously a few doses for people who've missed who are frontline because we want to make sure that that we have that resource available to them. So the governor had a long uh, post on social media yesterday where where he discussed, I guess the progress to date. And the governor is a is a numbers guy, so there's lots of figures right. in there, and I try to parse through it. But the first line of the post was a 109354, the number of I guess total vaccinations that have been administered across the state. Uh, 
is you know it's hard to tell is that kind of in line with where we should be is it behind is it ahead he he indicated in the post that we were 50th i guess relative to percentage of population a short couple of weeks ago and now we've moved up that ladder there just seems to be a lot of confusion is it the state's responsibility now you got uh, joe biden coming in saying that they're going to assert i guess a lot of control over the entire vaccination process hire 100,000 um, contact tracing workers, and I think he calls them uh, uh, vaccine relationship people or something right. like that. Uh, so what's, it seems like confusion and convolution going on there. Tell, tell us what's happening. And so, you know, again, I'm a G1 oncologist by trade, so I, I'm not, not going to profess that public health expert, but, but we have meetings twice a week in our hospital about these things, and so certainly we discuss we've been discussing this at length over a long period of time and so really there's two avenues that vaccines vaccines are given the federal government still is responsible has taken responsibility for long-term care as well as nursing homes and those are in contracts with uh, cvs and walgreens and so uh, i do think there's some assistance that that's going to be provided um the the national guard has been great when you've had outbreaks that they can come in quickly they have resources to test patients and so i do believe that they are going to be involved in that process as they've been in the most nursing homes throughout this period of time but again that's a slow process um, and i know st Catharines still has you know they have a date schedule they actually have two dates scheduled initial date and then a follow-up date um, and so uh, none of these things happen as fast as you'd like for them to and then the second group is uh is those those uh, vaccines are allotted you know to the uh, to the state gotcha. and then um can you hang on a couple sure. minutes? Yeah, absolutely. we got a quick break. If you come back, because I think our folks want to know more about what's happening here. Our, our guest is Dr. Paul Sego, Chief of Staff, St. Dominic's. Stay with us. We'll be back. You know, when reality sets in and you hear those words, we're moving, creates lots of emotions. Gallo here, been there, done that. No matter the reasons, you want two things, don't you? Sell it for the highest price and sell it as fast as possible. Lee Garland, the Garland Group of EXP Realty, they've got it down to a science of success. From professional agents with thousands of active buyers to a Garland Group guarantee to sell your home quickly and for the top dollar. Just ask Bob and Sharon who heard the words, we're moving. They called and the Garland Group of EXP Realty went to work with an explosive marketing campaign, including a professionally produced virtual tour. Their home sold in just days and for $2,500 over the list price. Lee Garland gives you the options like instant cash offer with no showings, no repairs or hassles, just cash. So after you utter the words, we're moving, call my friend Lee Garland of the Garland Group of EXP Realty, 601-983-1130. And check them out online at LeeWillBuyIt.com. That's LeeWillBuyIt.com. Be sure to tune in every Saturday morning from 10 until noon for The Handyman Show. Brought to you locally in part by Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions. Protecting your home from structural damage, cracks, humidity, mold, and more. That's Mid-South Crawl Space Solutions of Mississippi. 
Realtors and homeowners, listen up. When it's time to buy, sell, or most importantly, move, that's when you call Two Men in a Truck. Let us take the worry out of moving so you can focus on what's important. Visit twomeninatruck.com. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bathfitter.com since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of nurse practitioners. Gallo here for AC Experts, where William Overstreet's my go-to guy. Has been for a long time. Family-owned, not a franchise. 28 years experience from maintenance to installation, new heating, geothermal systems, and repairs come with a full-year warranty. You mention my name, he'll take $50 off servicing. William Overstreet's the AC Experts, 769-237-COOL, or email directly, theacexperts at yahoo.com, and on Facebook at AC Experts, or tweet or text me personally, I'll be glad to send you the contact. The AC Experts, highly recommended. I'm Andy Davis, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Today is the deadline for state lawmakers to introduce general bills and constitutional amendments. Several key bills have already been introduced, like the teacher pay raise, which will be taken up in the Senate. Frank Bordeaux is the new chairman of the Mississippi Republican Party. Our lofty goals are to deregulate. I know that the lieutenant governor still wants to strengthen the size of government. The elimination of working towards the elimination of the personal income tax is something that Speaker Dunn and the governor wants to work towards. I think the lieutenant governor would be open to it. And the vaccine remains effective against new strains of the coronavirus. But U.S. Surgeon General Jerome Adams, speaking to Jackson State last week, stated that we must work quickly to get everyone vaccinated. If we don't stomp out this virus right now, then there is every chance that it could mutate to a new strain that is resistant to the vaccine. And if that happens, then we're just going to keep prolonging this pandemic. Andy Davis, News, Mississippi. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Y'all know that in Mississippi, we have some of our most fun experiences outdoors, especially during hunting season. Hi, this is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Each year, our agency provides services to Mississippians who have been injured in hunting accidents. Please remember, ATVs are not toys. Always wear a helmet, only have one rider at a time, ride an ATV that's right for your age, and supervise young riders. This hunting season, when it comes to ATVs, remember to ride safe and ride smart. If a muckety-muck wants you to hear what they got to say, they come here first and sit down with Gallo and JT. This is ground zero for all Mississippi muckety-mucks. 
Super Talk Mississippi. Watch your favorite Super Talk shows in HD. Just go to supertalktv.com. Ever wonder what goes on in the studio during the shows? Now you can watch what happens in HD. Super Talk TV, streaming now on supertalktv.com. The JT Show with guest host Dave Hughes. That's what I'm talking about. On Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Our guest this morning in the studio, Dr. Paul Sego. He's a gynecological oncologist. Did, did I say that right? Is that Correct. Very okay. good. And also the chief of staff at St. Dominic's uh, Hospital here in the central Mississippi area. We're talking about uh, COVID and, and more specifically uh, the rollout of the vaccinations. And so uh, you, you were telling us, Dr. Sego, before we went to break, about the role of the pharmacies in, in vaccinating uh, those in the long-term care facilities. And I believe that's some sort of uh, agreement between the federal government, is that right, correct. and the pharmacies? Cause that's correct. I think the average person kept hearing when the, when there was, uh, I guess, early approval of the vaccine, and I know I tuned in to about a two-hour conference at the White House that uh, it was that was engaged with by the the various um, CEOs and just management of the private sector organizations involved in the rollout, including the CEOs of CVS and Walmart. And I remember them specifically talking about their footprint, which is incredible, and their ability to to really handle this and administer vaccinations on a scaled basis. I think the normal person, well, me, it's like, well, why can't I go to the CVS and get a vaccination? That's a great question, and I think one day that'll that that, uh, and I certainly hope that one day that that act, that level of access will be there. But but the um, the vaccinations really have been handled handed to the states, and so the states, each individual state, is responsible for how that rolls out. And it's in some ways the same way as the, the antibodies that the president received and other people received have given. Those those are all really more given to the state and on an allocation basis, and then and then that's then decide and then the state um, through the central uh, the executive branch and through the Department of Public Health then. Then really, is, then then uh, provides uh, those vaccinations to the to the different hospitals and to the different facilities. Who's in charge? That's the question. Who? I mean, is it the governor? Is it the state government? Is it the healthcare community? Is it the federal government? Combination of all? Who's in charge? <clears throat> well, I do think that it's uh, when you have something of this undertaking, it's it's difficult, and uh, I mean, and, and it's challenging because you have the uh, you have the you know, uh, against again, uh, you know, CMS and those guys, the Health and Human Services that are providing the vaccines to the to the states or, or giving the allotment to them, and then uh, and then ultimately, um, some part in central government versus the Department of Public Health are provide or you know are 
are uh, are putting those out. So I, I think it's a little. I wish I could answer you directly to know uh, what that is. Um, I'm not sure that I'm got clear guidance of that, and I think part of that's. Uh, I mean, transparency is this word we love to have and, and throw around these days, but uh, but it's a little bit unclear at times as to who actually is making those decisions as to what facility gets what and, and what that allotment is. And, and some of that's based on the Moderna vaccination doesn't require refrigeration where the Pfizer has to have cold yeah. storage, and so yeah. there are a limited number of facilities to have that. So there there are some logistical things that, that, are, that, are, that are very legitimate, but there are some other aspects which are uh, certainly a little bit frustrating. So... How do you find out at St. Dominic's when you're going to get uh, doses and how many you're going to get and when they're going to arrive? How does that process work? Um, well, I mean, typically we'll be told at some point. I mean, initially we were we were led to believe that we would get a regular doses that would be uh, that you know, and I, I think initially we were we were you know thought that we would get you know this 975 which is what the suitcase comes in on a weekly basis <clears throat> um ultimately uh we got our first and then we're we're sure we'd get our second dose for those for those healthcare workers on the front line <clears throat> now it's just uh it's a little bit hit and miss it's you know we did get a uh, we, we did get another one of the moderna uh sh- shipments and then another of the pfizer and in fact uh interestingly enough you know we received word that we were going to get a, a dose from uh, a shipment from pfizer and then there came another notification that we were going to get another shipment coming in and that second shipment was just uh dries so it's just uh i mean wow. i think that's a little bit enigmatic sometimes <laughs> of what happens when you have that immense uh, bureaucracy and dealing with things and and, and you know I, I think that the challenge for all of us is to be a little bit understanding and and, and do all that uh, uh but certainly this, this is not the time to bl- to, to place blame sure I mean, this is the time for us really to try to get together in a room and and, and with healthcare experts and and health Healthcare delivery experts and uh, and government to yeah. to try to come up with the best solution for us, you know, going forward. And hopefully not politicize the effort here because well, is, you shouldn't politicize health, frankly. Well, and that, and that becomes, uh, you know, and and, and that's. That's going to be a real challenge. It's going to be especially a real challenge as we go from Republican administration centrally that's going to be in charge of the vaccines and actually owns the vaccines, and then how that gets uh, transmitted to the different states. And, yeah. and I'm I'm hopeful that uh, that we will. You know that 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 won't that politics won't get involved in that because because this is something that that has significant um, opportunity to change people's lives. So. The uh, I think the governor uh, through the Department of Health, if I'm not mistaken, op- opened up 18 drive-through facilities right. across the state a week ago, maybe a little over a week a little, ago. I think a little so, bit over a week ago. And and so when folks go on, I believe the Department of Health website to register for that, and there and there's been some issues there, some technology issues, uh, where the site was just overwhelmed and couldn't couldn't handle the scale and and capacity. And it it, it uh, as an IT guy, I would say it really wasn't designed for that kind of scale. Uh, that's that's pretty clear. That seems to have quieted down, but I've heard reports of people saying, "I just wait till two o'clock in the morning when they're few." Three thirty. Three thirty. Okay, fewer people trying to, and and I've heard anecdotally reports of people uh, going to the drive-through facilities, and it's been really uh, acro- across the spectrum from, "Hey, it was great, a great experience. It was it was rapid. It was well organized. To it was chaos. It was terrible. It took me three hours right. and." Uh, is that improving, getting any better? And then I guess, or is the hospital or the hospitals involved in that effort whatsoever? Or? 
so i mean at this point though you know i'm i mean from our, I, I know locally uh, there was i think both baptist and st dominic's uh, were under the assumption that they were going to get an allotment of, of vaccinations uh, last week, and unfortunately, it doesn't appear that that, hap- that uh, happened or or that those because I had some had some good friends that were uh, that were primary care through the Baptist Network and were scheduled to go get a vaccination, and they were called and said they couldn't come in to get that. and And I know that we had some appointments that we've had to cancel for patients that were scheduled, and I think that's you know one of the nuance but nuances but potentially detrimental is that you know patients that didn't get on the website because they had appointments you know then didn't get vaccine and now that you can't schedule an appointment or or those things it's 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 challenging and it's unfortunate and and um i you know i'm not I agree with you that you know that that was not a system that was built for for that. Yeah. You know, my wife spent twelve hours trying to secure a, um, hmm. a special needs brother of mine, and then her mother appointments, and and uh, and she saw a lot of spinning on the screen mm-hmm. as she was trying to schedule that. Um, and people ask, why is it? It shouldn't be just easy. I mean, you just come in and give a shot. I mean, flu shots is is easy. You just walk in and get that done. Well, there's a lot of reporting requirements that are that that that, that federal government's want from this. They want, well, they want all your demographic information. And all that, and and uh, I mean, you can just imagine if you're trying to put in 1,100 uh, that that data for 1,100, and that's why that's why that data has really lagged behind. Because when I looked at our federal data, and I knew that university had vaccinated, we had vaccinated, Baptist had vaccinated, and, and all those allotments were gone, but it wasn't. You know, it's a week. You know, it was a week later, and it still wasn't being recorded. Uh, some of that is garbage in and garbage out. Yeah, I, I've got several questions here on the text line. I'll get to a couple of them for you. But uh, from Larry and Jackson on the ceasefire text line, is it that they want you to to register to the vaccine that you've been vaccinated? Have, has there been any, I guess, kind of orders or guidance or edict along those lines where the federal government's trying to track everybody that's been vaccinated for I don't know some purpose in the future? Uh, yes, every patient who gets vaccinated has their individual information that okay. has to be reported, and then that system itself is is complicated and convoluted. I mean, initially, you know, as as a hospital system, we had we only had one login. Yeah. So if you're trying to log in 1100, right. it, oh, it's yeah. a it's a it's a period. You know, there's a limiting factor when it comes to that. So, so that's where it's it it's it's helpful and 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 you know, I mean, realistically the you know the department of public health hasn't you know hasn't been always been supported over the last little bit their their technology capabilities are are not what uh not what any of us would like for them Did, to be didn't so. design it for that no i mean no, it didn't, no way no yeah. way so uh one quick question before we go here how soon after testing positive for covid can you get the vaccine i think we're kind of on the bottom of the list based on age well i think there's some things that the recommendations are 90 days um, but those are somewhat changing um, but but i would highly recommend even if you had a covid that you get the vaccine there there is definitely those are those are strong solid recommendations and so to do that certainly more than 10 days um but but I haven't certainly heard anybody who's had any de- anything detrimental who's had it in the past yeah. who's gotten the vaccine, yeah. but you definitely should do that. Our guest has been Dr. Paul Siegel. Thanks for coming in today, Dr. Thanks Siegel. Thanks for having me. Appreciate that. Gynecologic oncologist at uh, St. Dominic's also serves as the chief of staff. He's been helping us out understanding this whole vaccine chaos. Appreciate it. Stay with us.
Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. From luxury hotels to homeowners, Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will exceed your expectations. Your beautiful new bath and shower are made with the same high-quality materials used in luxury hotels and installed in as little as one day. Bath Fitter in Ridgeland will provide the bath or shower custom designed you've always wanted with no heavy demo or weeks without your bath area. Visit bathfitter.com where you can design your own bath area and book your free in-home or virtual consultation. Bath Fitter if you need a cash infusion after all your Christmas expenses, perhaps we can help at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood. At DNS Diamonds, we are always purchasing diamonds, precious stones, gold, silver, and platinum in the form of jewelry or as scrap. We truly believe we pay more than anyone else for your pre-owned, broken, or unwanted jewelry. With gold prices hovering at near record levels, now is a great time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. This is the opening agri-market report. At the New York Cotton Exchange, March cotton was down 45 to 80.70. May cotton was down 38 to 81.62. At the Chicago Board of Trade, March soybeans down two and three quarters to 14.14 per bushel. May soybeans down a half to 14.14 and a quarter per bushel. March corn down one and a half to 5.30 per bushel. May corn down one and three quarters to 5.33 per bushel. At the Mercantile, April live cattle up 80 to 119 even. June live cattle down 2 cents to 116.25. March feeders up 147 to 137.30. April feeders up 70 to 139 even. And of course, the Dow Jones close from Martin Luther King Day was down 177 points to 30,814. I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri News Network. When it comes to growing cotton, I'm looking for results. That's why I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. The powerful combination of Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton and Extendamax Herbicide with Vapor Grip technology means I'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control. That adds up to stronger yield potential. In fact, Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton showed an 87 pound per acre advantage on average versus top planted phytogen varieties. It's no wonder the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System is the number one choice for so many of us. For me, the choice is easy. I choose results. I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer trials. Extendamax is a restricted use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. 
Richard Cross. Be sure to catch Sports Talk Mississippi, your new home for the best sports coverage right here in the Magnolia State. Every day from 3 until 6, right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. This is the JT Show with guest host Dave Hughes. Now here's more on Super Talk Mississippi, the Super Talk app, and at supertalk.fm. Welcome back, everyone. Uh, the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbard in the chair today. Rhino spinning the tunes, keeping us straight. So, Rhino, if not uh, announced this yet, but we got something new starting today here at Super Talk on the show, and that is at 11:37. In that segment, we're going to allow folks to call in to call us on the telephone, be heard here on the air, have a conversation, express your your views, but just be more engaging. Really excited about returning to that, allowing our listeners, viewers, as the case may be, to, uh, to join us and be part of the show. You can call us on the Super Talk Mississippi phone line, 888-808-8637. It's a toll-free call. Again, 888 888- 808-8637. That's at 11:37 starting today. Looking forward to that. That should be fun. We've got some fantastic listeners and we hope to hear from them. So, have uh, heard uh, from lots of our our listeners uh, on the ceasefire text line this morning, uh, Rhino, about uh, the vaccination stuff. Sorry I didn't get to all of those comments and questions, but one in particular if I can find it, was um, about getting the the second the second uh, dose uh, from uh, on the ceasefire text line. I need my second shot, but there doesn't seem to be a way to schedule it. The website says no appointments available, and the health department is not scheduling either. What will happen to us that can't get the second shot? And and I know that. There is obviously a time period. I think we're all familiar with that. I think it's either 21 days or 28 days. Don't hold me to that, but it's it's in that range, depending on which of the vaccinations you receive in, uh, to get the booster. I, I believe other otherwise the first shot is uh, no longer effective. So that is a concern. Unfortunately, I don't know the answer to that, and I, and I think we're kind of relying on our public health officials to give us some guidance there at this point, and we'll certainly try to get that uh, for you. So um, let's see. So there was another question about, uh, oh, this was a comment um, from one of our, our listeners that Dr. Sego uh, cared for grandmother and family uh, that he's a very compassionate doctor, showed that during her final years. We we really appreciate that. Are warnings still, question, are warnings still being issued to women who are pregnant or trying to be pregnant against getting the vaccine? I, uh, do you know anything about that, Rhino? I mean, I've heard some, I would call them some false assertions about that in, in um, the physicians I've spoken to. but I mean, you, you look at any medication, any vaccine, anything really dealing with the medical profession, there are two groups of patients that you, you just can't ethically study the two groups, so you have no way of knowing 
ahead of time how those two groups will react one group being pediatrics you can't get yeah. kids to sign up for a study the same way you can adults it, it's not ethical so that's why you saw the the limit on the age for the vaccines on the on the lower end where i believe it's 16 for one and 18 for another yeah another group that it's just it's unethical and immoral to test on are pregnant women yeah the 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 baby can't consent to going through that so you you don't have any initial understanding of how it will react in a pregnant body so they have recommended that if you are pregnant or plan to become pregnant to talk to your doctor about it i don't think they've banned it but it is a risk you are taking on because there hasn't been any studies done yeah so and that makes sense so i hope that answered uh, the caller's question there really really appreciate that so uh 28 days is what uh our good friend kirby says is the time frame i thought one of them was 28 and one of them was 21 i could be mistaken on that but uh nonetheless that's supposed to be uh, the the protocol and and hopefully and they were supposed to reserve a certain number of those uh, and hold them back to make sure uh, you know um, oh by the way so Dr. Sego I assume I, he's listening to us and I assume he's responding to the question about uh, the uh, okay yeah he says 21 Pfizer 28 Moderna thanks Dr. Sego for te- he just texted me to tell me that appreciate that so there is a little bit of a difference there. Interesting. I guess he's talking about, he says, uh, vaccinating pregnant women. I think that's what you're talking about, Paul. Not approved, but ACOG says yes. I'm sure that's a, I'm sure that's a, an association there. Yeah, um, that's basically the, the vaccine manufacturer going, look, we, we can't study this on pregnant people, uh, so yeah. we can't recommend it. But yeah, he says yes. That's what he's talking about. The doctors that are practicing in that. So I think you and he are aligned there, Rhino. Appreciate that. So hopefully that, hopefully that helps. Lots of other stuff uh, rolling in, and we'll try to get to it. But coming up next in the studio, we've got our good friend Mike Hurst, former U.S. attorney. He'll be joining us after the news. Listening to WFMN Flora Jackson, Super Talk, Mississippi, powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. Online at baroniestreepros.com. Fox News, I'm Chris Foster. Smoke prompting a lockdown at the Capitol and evacuation of an inaugural rehearsal turned out to be from a homeless camp nearby and no public threat. 25,000 National Guard troops are authorized to be in D.C. for the inauguration, and that presents its own security challenges. There is a concern, according to defense officials, about the potential for a possible insider attack. They're working with the Secret Service on which National Guard members here in D.C. may require deeper security screening, and our Pentagon team has confirmed it. Fox's Rich Edson. It's Martin Luther King Day. The day celebrates the life and legacy of King, who fought for civil rights and racial equality before he was killed in 1968. It's also a national day of service, as designated by Congress in 1994. This year, due to the pandemic, many service opportunities are virtual, and the Presidential Inaugural Committee is collaborating with AmeriCorps on volunteer opportunities. Fox's Tanya J. Powers. America's listening to Fox News. 
Pure Air Consultants is your heating and cooling professionals, and they're ready to work for you. We're the home of the once-a-year $119 heating and cooling service special, along with 24 months same as cash and no credit check financing. Call us at 601-939-7420. That's 601-939-7420 or online at MyPureAirConsultants.com. That's MyPureAirConsultants.com. A proud provider of Green Home AC Systems. <laughs> Are you feeling it? Green, <sighs> the new degree of comfort. Rogers Dev Chevrolet is Mississippi's largest General Motors business elite dealer. We make it easy to maintain your fleet with over 100 work-ready vehicles available for your job site. Diesel, gas, trucks, vans, and service bodies. And we build to your business specifications. It really is easier with Rogers Dabbs Fleet. Call the Rogers Dabbs Business Elite Fleet Team today at 866-671-4226 or visit us online at rogersdabbs.com. Rogers Dabbs Chevrolet. Find new roads. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Nobody struck it rich in Mega Millions or Powerball, so the winnings just keep on growing. The Mega Millions jackpot has climbed to an estimated $850 million with a cash value of $628.2 million. The next drawing is tomorrow night. In the Powerball, the estimated current jackpot is $730 million with a cash value of $546 million. The next drawing is Wednesday. Vaccine supply is a problem in Mississippi. Dr. Mark Horn, president of the Mississippi State Medical Association, explains why. There's just greater demand than there is supply right now. He says what they do have on hand is already reserved. Every dose that we've been given is committed and is being placed in arms as fast as it can be placed. The next major delivery of vaccine isn't expected until mid-February. I'm Kelly Bennett. Are you looking for something unusual or hard to find? You might just find it on HighBid.com. It's the online auction site for, well, just about everything. HighBid.com has estate sales, closeouts, liquidations, even government-seized vehicle auctions. It's easy to bid on office furniture, antiques, sports memorabilia, restaurant equipment, motorboats, even arcade games. You can search for items by name or simply see where the next page takes you. Visit HighBid.com. That's H-I-B-I-D.com. And find out what you're looking for today. Before you dig or drive stakes in the ground, call 811, or you might hit... Man, I can't wait to hang up my team mascot. <laughs> An electric line or a gas line. Tent's gone. Yeah, driving stakes. Call Mississippi 811 two days before pounding. It may keep you out of the... Don't worry, honey, the doghouse is just fine. There's room for both of us in here. Call 811 two days before you dig. Let's make our goal zero damages, zero injuries. The Senate returns to the Capitol tomorrow, just a day before President-elect Joe Biden's inauguration. The last thing we ought to be doing during all this is uh, is a, a trial to decide if the person who leaves office at noon on the 20th should be removed from office. Senator Roger Wicker says he thinks this was a time for Joe Biden to rise to the occasion. If he had said, we need to put all this behind us, it's time to heal, I'm asking the House not to take this up. A Hattiesburg businessman has been sentenced in the largest health care fraud scheme in Mississippi history. Wade Walters will serve 18 years in prison and pay back nearly $290 million for his role in orchestrating the scheme to defraud the health care provider TRICARE between 2012 and 2016. Walters personally profited over $56 million from the scheme, according to U.S. Attorney Mike Hurst. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
This is baseball player and fellow Mississippian, Jake Mangum. There are a lot of reasons to be proud of my home state. Mississippi State Baseball is one of the reasons, and Mississippi Farm Bureau Insurance is another. The dedicated team at Farm Bureau works hard to give me and the rest of their customers the best service possible. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance. Or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance. Go with the home team. In response to COVID-19, Pine Grove Behavioral Health and Addiction Services is offering telehealth services. During this time, health and safety are important, which is why they've expanded their offerings to include telehealth services for children, adolescents, and adults. They have outpatient teletherapy sessions available, and Pine Grove also expanded its telehealth services to include its intensive outpatient program, drug treatment program. Also, all Pine Grove Evaluation Center services are available via telehealth. Patients may call Pine Grove's National Service Center at 888-574-HOPE or visit pinegrovetreatment.com. This is Ben Shapiro reminding you to listen to the Ben Shapiro Show weekday nights starting at 9 p.m. here on 97.3 Super Talk Jackson. Listen to this. Broadcasting live from the heart of the Deep South. Let's do it. Heck yeah. This is the Magnolia State's Midday Meeting Place. Yes, indeed. It's good. Oh, man, I love it. The spot to discuss whatever's on your mind. Make Mississippi great again. Welcome to the JT Show. Welcome. Here we go. On Super Talk Mississippi. And now, here's your host, JT. Welcome back, everyone, to the JT Show on this Monday, January the 18th, Martin Luther King Day, across the nation. And in the studio now, our good friend, former U.S. Attorney, Mike Hurst. Morning, Mike. Actually, still current. Still current. Okay, my bad. Tomorrow's my last day, but... Wednesday, you can call me former. Okay. <laughs> one one more day. Whatever you want to call me, Gerard. <laughs> well, Thanks you, for having me. Uh, I appreciate you coming in. So I, I, it, do our listeners that are are viewing the show via the various methods, uh, if they saw you today, you look like you're unemployed now. Well, it's a it's a federal holiday. As you okay. mentioned, we're honoring Dr. Martin Luther King. Absolutely. And, uh, I was down in South Jackson with New Horizon Church this morning, helping okay. pick up uh, some trash and clean up around Sykes Park and the area down there. Great, uh, great folks turned out, and I think we did some good. So. Very cool. Played a little baseball in my days down at Sykes yeah, Park. Yeah, beautiful park. It sure Absolutely. is. Absolutely. Uh, down on Cooper Road. That's it. Think, Cooper, right, right yeah. above Terry. That's right. Yeah. Yep. Well, anyhow, so glad you could join us today Thanks. in the in the studio. So, does it? I guess got to ask you, Mike. So, did you did you resign from your current post as a function of the transition of the presidency? I, I did. I, we U.S. attorneys are appointed by the president of the United States. We serve at the will and pleasure of the president, and we have a new president coming into office Wednesday and. Um, you know, I just thought it was right to go ahead and let him determine who he wants to be U.S. Attorney in the Southern District of Mississippi. I've had a great uh, almost three and a half years in this role. I think we've done a lot in that short amount of time. And, uh, you know, I'm excited about our state and I'm excited about the future of our state. But, yeah, I think the president deserves his own U.S. Attorney. And so I want to make sure he's afforded that. And so before I ask this question, first, thank you for uh, your service in that uh, in that role and I think I know a lot of people that uh, share my sentiments there 
Uh, I've gotten to know you well enough to know you're above board 100%. Well, thank you. And that you apply the law accurately and consistently, and that's what we want our dead gum courts and our attorneys and our judicial system doing. Absolutely. Absolutely. Uh, to return to the, the, um, time-tested principle of blind justice. Absolutely. And it's not a to me it's not a job. I mean, I, I get paid to do the right thing every single day. And sure. I get to pay to help our citizens, help our Mississippians, help the American public. And uh man, that's just that's the highest honor anyone I think could uh could ever serve in. So how how does it work now? What how does the next person that would succeed you uh, how does that appointment um, fold out? So under uh, federal statute, the uh, first assistant in my office will become the acting United States attorney, a guy named Darren Lamarca. Darren's okay. from Clinton. He's uh, been a municipal judge in Clinton, a long, long resident of Hines County. Uh, just an incredible lawyer, but an even even in a better person. So he'll do a great job leading that office until President-elect Biden nominates and the Senate confirms a new U.S. attorney. But that office, uh, I started in that office in 1996 as a student clerk huh. when I was at Millsaps College in undergrad. Didn't and, know that. Uh, yeah. Some of the same men and women still work there. Um, it is just absolutely an incredible office. And what makes it so special are the people. Yeah. I mean, those individuals who do this job, I mean, they... Yeah, you know this, Gerard. These attorneys especially can make a heck of a lot more money out in the private sector. Oh, yeah. But they do this job because they love it. They do it. They like serving people, and they like to see our communities safer and our neighborhoods better. And so, um, I, you know, it has been a joy serving in this role, but that office will continue to do the great work that we as Americans need it to do, which is, as you mentioned, is to administer justice fairly, blindly, and justly. So are you seeing a similar situations across the country where your your peers, uh, your equals essentially, are also moving on? We have. We've seen a number of U.S. attorneys. I wish I had the number in front of me, but I, I know at least uh, maybe 20 or 30 who have already resigned, stepped down, and, and making the way for the next U.S. attorneys to come in their respective districts. With all the stuff on the plate of the income and uh, Biden administration, where does this rank as far as addressing this? I, you know, uh, the appointments. The yeah. appointments, yeah. yeah. I think filling the role of U.S. Attorney is pretty high on the ranking of any president that comes in. I mean, we are the chief federal law enforcement officers of our respective districts. There are 94 U.S. Attorney's offices throughout the country, and that, that, that includes 93 United States attorneys. And so when we come in, we are um, with the Department of Justice, with the Attorney General of the United States, we are setting the priorities for not only in the enforcement of federal laws within our district, but also the defense of federal statutes, the um, going after individuals who have violated federal law on the civil side, and also making sure that um, any money owed to the American taxpayer is collected. And so there's a lot of responsibilities under the plate of the U.S. Attorney's offices, and I think it will be a high priority for this incoming administration. Do you, you know, we'd like to think that regardless of, of presidential appointment, regardless of party affiliation, regardless of personal philosophy and views, that the law would be applied consistently and fairly, regardless of who a defendant may be, yeah. frankly. So do you see a change in there? Are you concerned about that? I, it, it really depends on the individual. 
I mean, it, it really is driven by the individual put in this role. Um, we have been blessed in Mississippi, and, and in particular the Southern District of Mississippi, to have some uh, incredible U.S. attorneys in the past. And um, But I think what you'll see a difference is are the priorities coming out of Washington, D.C., the priorities of the Biden Department of Justice. Yeah. And, you know, we have really placed priority on combating violent crime over the last three and a half years. We've really paid placed priority on fighting human trafficking. We've really placed a priority on, you know, enforcement of immigration crimes. Yeah. And I think you're going to see some different priorities placed by the Biden DOJ. But I think at the end of the day, and I'm hopeful as an American citizen at the end of the day, the Department of Justice will continue to be this stalwart institution of American government that simply enforces the law and upholds justice. Well, to your point about uh, immigration uh, crimes and so forth, it, you know, I've, I've been doing some research over the weekend on on what uh, Joe Biden intends to do there. I'm not sure there will be any immigration crimes, frankly. Well, let me give you – I'll give you some perspective. Um, the last year of the previous U.S. attorney, fiscal year 2016, our office had 11 okay. prosecutions for immigration. 11. Now, let me fast forward three years later. When I was U.S. attorney in FY19, we prosecuted about 180 immigration prosecution. So about a 1,500% increase in immigration prosecutions, including the, the largest single-state immigration enforcement operation in our nation's history. So we have put a priority on enforcing our immigration laws. And it's not, it's not just because it's immigration laws. It's because out of those individuals that we encountered in this enforcement operation, I cannot tell you how many American taxpayer and American citizens' identities were stolen by these individuals. How Americans could not get jobs because people somewhere in in Scott County or somewhere in Mississippi was using their Social Security number. Their benefits were interrupted. Their insurance, they were having trouble getting insurance. All this affects American people, and we have many victims around the country and that's one of the main reasons we enforce our immigration laws, because someone is using that identity and to the detriment of an American citizen. Yeah, and, and so I uh, also did a report on this uh, a couple of years ago. Th- those uh, identity thefts are also used to file fraudulent tax returns. And the last time I looked at that, it was about $8 billion a year of, um, of refundable credits, mm-hmm. checks, literally issued to illegal immigrants, un- undocumented workers, as the left likes to call them, but they're frankly, they're illegal immigrants that have stolen some American citizen's Social Security number, filed a fraudulent tax return, get checks from the government, which, as you know, are impossible to go back and collect. Right. And then when the individual uh, files their tax return, the IRS says, we already got your return. Yep, that's exactly right. And we see that over and over and over again in the U.S. Attorney's Office. And frankly, you know, one of the criticisms were these people were just trying to work. They were trying to make, make, you know, make a new life for themselves. And that's great. We are a nation of immigrants. Our, this country was founded upon immigrants, but we have to do it the right way. You and I would never go to another country and violate their immigration laws. Sure. We would get the right visa. We sure. would have the right passport, whatever. But if they're going to come here, they have to follow our laws. It's just as simple as that. And for those individuals saying, well, they were doing jobs that no Americans work, well, that's just BS. Because the day after the raids, we had American citizens literally lining up to take for those jobs. jobs. Absolutely. Absolutely. Unbelievable. But yet we, we have other plans for unemployment. 
Yeah, the best plan for the unemployment is is allow Americans to work those jobs. Right. Unbelievable. And we can talk about unemployment fraud when we get back, but after the CARES Act, we in Mississippi, we're looking probably close to $300 million in unemployment fraud. And it's across the nation, as you know, it in is. every single state. But uh, you can hang with us for the next Absolutely. segment. Yeah. We got Mike Hurst, uh, U.S. attorney, soon to be former U.S. attorney, in the studio. Stay with us. inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry Ridgeland. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store. LS Tractor understands your passion for the land, and just like you, LS Tractor is committed to excellence and superior products. LS Tractor comes with a long list of standard features that are unmatched by other brands and backed with the LS commitment to provide exceptional customer service and satisfaction. You get a lot more for your money with the LS Tractor. Come to the Tractor Store in Richland to experience the LS difference. The Tractor Store in Richland. Gallo here for the professionals at Watkins Construction and Roofing. I got to know these guys over the summer when just about everybody in the neighborhood replaced roofs from a spring storm. To keep a small roof problem from getting bigger, call the pros that can find damage the untrained eye can't. Watkins Construction and Roofing, the state's largest roofer. And there's a simple reason for that, customer satisfaction. Get a free inspection and they won't ask for upfront deposits. 601-966-8233, WatkinsConstructionInc.com. Hey, this is Jimmy Primos at The Range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The Range by Jimmy Primos, just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. For all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services. Glass Networks, they're going to try and steer you to use their own glass shop. Well, you could tell your insurance you want to use Venable Glass, and there'll be no additional cost to them to get the highest quality glass. Venable Glass is locally owned and operated, and they do windshield replacement and rock repair right there in their shops, or they'll even come to you in the Tri-County area for free. That's right, free mobile service. At Venable Glass, they also do frameless and frame shower doors, mirrors cut to size, and installed. Picture frame glass, table and desktops, insulated glass, plexiglass, commercial storefronts and doors, and heavy equipment glass. Venable Glass, they'll come out and give you a free estimate. They want to work hard for your business. Venable Glass, open Monday through Friday, 8 to 5, and on Saturday, 8 to noon. Hey, there's two locations, too, in Ridgeland at 660 Highway 51 North and Brandon at 209 Woodgate Drive South in Crossgates. Check them out on the web at www.venableglass.com. Remember, for all your glass needs, call Venable Glass Services, 601-605-4443. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Richland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Richland. 
all the folks in the Capital City metro area. Love to have you join me tomorrow morning, 6 till 9, Gallo Show. We'll start your day the informed way. Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. Back to the JT Show and guest host Dave Hughes on Super Talk Mississippi. With you on the JT Show on this Monday, MLK Day, Gerard Gibbard in the chair, Rhino in the booth, Mike Hurst, U.S. Attorney, our guest in the studio. So, so Mike, we were talking about, uh, before we went to the break, the, the unemployment uh, fraud. That's just flat-out fraud. That's it not is. mistakes. That's no. fraud, and it has defrauded the taxpayers. What's the figure in Mississippi? It's uh, Last I checked, I think we were up to close to $300 million. $300 million fraud. of unemployment fraud. That's correct. $300 million. That's correct. And um, it's, you know, we, we have seen from the evidence organized crime. We've seen from the evidence prisoners in jail. We've seen it oh, all over the, the board. Yeah. All over the board. And it's not just, it's not just a, a national type of scheme. It's an international type of scheme. So what happens is, as you know, in an, in an effort to expedite money to people truly out of work because they're frankly their government shut down their business or or the economy at large and they no longer have employment and they're truly in need so in an effort to help those people in uh, a genuine manner you got all these bad actors that come in and just muck it up yeah. and steal taxpayer money. And that's just less we have for the people who truly need it. Right. All, all the fraud detection devices, all the fraud pr- protection, um, it's, everything's taken off because, like you said, we want to get that money directly to those who need it. But sure. we saw the a, almost exact same thing after Katrina when FEMA started sending money down. And I, I believe at that time after Katrina, our office was carrying about 2,000 cases of FEMA fraud. Oh, Can you imagine gosh. how much bigger this is going to be? Because not – this is – think about this. This is $300 million worth of fraud in the little bitty state of Mississippi. Now think about that of the rest of the 49 states throughout the country. I, I want to say, uh, Rhino, you remember this from the summer when we had the unemployment folks uh, on the air. Uh, a report had just been released within a few weeks – the state of Washington had experienced $650 million. I think they're over a billion now it's in the state be. of Washington. It's yeah. got to be. And I've spoken to the U.S. Attorney up there in Seattle because we, Washington State and Mississippi, for whatever reason, were two of the first states that were really being hit by this huh. unemployment fraud. And it's it's gotten to be so big here that the Department of Justice has have e- they have even given us a brand new prosecutor to address just unemployment fraud. So we got to spend more money and expand bureaucracy. To go fight uh, more after illegal Katrina, activity. After Katrina, I think our office received four or five new prosecutors just for Katrina fraud. So you're exactly right. Well, it's just. Uh, but you know, insane. the good the good news is over the last three years we've done a lot of incredible work. You know, in, in fiscal year 19, our office was the number one medium size U.S. Attorney's Office in the nation for indictments and number of defendants indicted. We set a record that year indicting more individuals, more defendants, criminal defendants, uh, federally, than had ever been indicted in the history of the state of Mississippi. While at the same time, well, at the same time over the last three years, um, 
we have sent over $1.7 million back to the U.S. Treasury. We're doing incredibly more with even less money and, and saving the taxpayer money. So we're very proud of wow, that's the productivity awesome. we put out in the that last two awesome. and a half years. So Jerry in Boonville wants to know that you're doing a heck of a job while in office. And oh, that thank you, you Jerry. Be, that you will be missed. I really so, appreciate that. Um, Jeff in Hattiesburg, what does he say there, Rhino? Sounds like they steal much less than the politicians. <laughs> <laughs> well, Jeff, we, we have done incredible uh, work in Hattiesburg. We started a Project Eject Task Force down there to go after violent crime. We were able to prosecute in federal court um, a murder that happened at the Mugshots restaurant down there that the locals uh, were instrumental in helping us prosecute, but for whatever reason could not get those individuals locally. Yeah. And, um, you know, just this past Friday, we sentenced the mastermind of the largest healthcare fraud scheme in our state's history, Wade Walters, to 18 years in federal prison for this literal national uh, fraudulent scheme that he concocted dealing with compounding pharmacies where doctors, nurses, pharmacists, yeah. the like have all gone to prison. So, um, yeah, I can't say good enough things about the prosecutors in our office, the support staff, the federal, state, and local law enforcement partners we have. I really, truly believe we have the best in the nation. That's good to hear. No no shortage, unfortunately, of crooks and illegal activity. That's right. That's right. And we all pay for it. We do. We do. And we've seen, you know, when I first came into office, we really started focusing on violent crime in the city of Jackson. At the time, I think the city was ranked seventh in the nation for deadliest uh, cities. And we instituted this Project Eject. We lowered violent crime that first year by 7%, which means uh, 108 citizens of Jackson did not become victims of yeah. violent crime that year. And we expanded Project Eject to Meridian, to Hattiesburg, to Natchez, and just last year to Gulfport. And again, um, the, the numbers that are coming in, the individuals that are being taken off the streets, the legal guns that are being taken off the street has really been positive, and we've seen a reduction in crime in those areas. Yeah, and and so necessary uh, to combat crime, especially it, it's it's disheartening to know that in our capital city, in our state, that, that we rank so high in that yeah, regard. It and is. So. And, I, and I would tell your listeners, you know, we, we have pushed hard in Jackson over the last three years, even against a, a local uh, mayor, a local city leadership that doesn't, didn't necessarily have the same priorities of fighting violent crime that we had. And in the first two years, we prosecuted over 100 violent offenders in Jackson in federal court. Last year, unfortunately, Gerard, um, we only received about 20 cases from Jackson Police Department to prosecute. Um, I was told last week we had 118 carjackings last year in Jackson. 118 carjackings. That's a federal crime. Hmm. Do, you know many, do you know how many of those 118 cases were brought to us to prosecute? Hmm. Zero. So what's the deal? Is there just no interest in pursuing well, I, those crimes? I think, again, or? I think it's a mayor here in our capital city that does not have the same priorities of fighting violent crime, and frankly, he doesn't have the he doesn't he doesn't support our law enforcement. You know, a city of Jackson did a study about twenty years ago that said we need over six hundred police officers to effectively bring down violent crime. I read the study. We have less than three hundred. I read the study. You know, That's the right. mayor. You, you saw a couple of weeks ago the the burnout on I-55, and the mayor's response is, well, my policy is Jackson police officers cannot pursue criminals. I was talking to a, a, a woman. Wait, wait, wait. What do you mean? They can't pursue criminals? They cannot pursue criminals. That is the policy of the mayor of Jackson, Mississippi. The police officers are not allowed to pursue criminals. 
I, I'm scratching my head. I, what? I, so it's not. We're not just saying they can't pursue those who blocked the interstate and made fools of themselves. There. The mayor, the day after that happened, went on. He had a big press conference downtown, and his response to the news media is: the, "Our policy is just because, just the same way we don't like Rankin County Sheriff's Office, Madison County Sheriff's Office, whomever outside the district you. pursuing inside of Jackson. We don't let." Are Jackson police officers pursue criminals? I was talking to a lady I know that lives in the city of Jackson, and her response was, if that's the case, then every criminal throughout the state of Mississippi are going to come to Jackson yeah. and find haven. Sure. Descend upon the capital city to commit their crimes. And that's, you know, that's what the city citizens of Jackson do not want. They do not want all the criminals coming there. They want their police officers walking the beats. They want their police officers pursuing criminals. This is just absolutely asinine what I've seen over the last two years. Well, Mike, how does law enforcement in the city of Jackson, the city of Jackson Police Department, feel about that? They seem to be noble servants of the people. Absolutely. And you can't say this is a racial thing. I don't know what the makeup is, but the vast majority of the police officers in the city of Jackson, I think, are African-American. They are. And the, and like you said, they are doing their job as the best they can. But you think about it. They're being asked to serve in the most dangerous city in the state, by my accounts, the second dangerous city in America. And they're being paid less than Nothing. all of their peers locally and throughout the state. And on top of all that, they have a mayor that has put a target on their back because if there's an officer-involved shooting, no matter if it's justified, no matter if there's an investigation, nothing, the mayor's policy is we are going to release the names of those officers within 72 hours. And he's no just, questions he's asked. taking his lead, obviously, from uh, the, the leftist Democrat leaders that are, of course, denouncing uh, policing and you got this nut, the Los Angeles district attorney. I'm sure you've kept up with that somewhat. That's that against the will of the hundreds of attorneys that work in his office. Is he's basically done the same thing. He's called off prosecution, the poverty defense for certain crimes right. and so forth. Well, and and watching the the quote unquote defund the police movement last year, Gallup did a poll in August of last year, and they found that 82 percent of African Americans want the same or more police officers sure. in their communities, on their streets, in their neighborhoods. And the city of Jackson is no different. They want safety. They want security. That is a basic human need. Sure. And we're doing all we can in the U.S. Attorney's Office to make sure that happens. We got the music coming in. You know that means we're about to go. But what's your plan? What are you doing? What are well, you going to do? Well, I, I, will, I will be telling you in a few days, but I'm um, going back to private practice. I'm a little rusty. It's been about 17 years since I've been in the I private sector, it. but uh, I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm going to miss my my friends and, and, frankly, my family now at the U.S. Attorney's Office, but uh, I'll still be around. I'll still be fighting for Mississippi. Thank you for all you did, Mike, and thanks for helping to keep Mississippi uh, safe and secure. Really appreciate Thank it. Thank you. I appreciate it. Mike Hurst, U.S. Attorney, he's moving on. We look forward to following him and his career and perhaps his political ambitions. Stay with us here on the JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi.
I'm Phil Bryant, former governor of Mississippi. I want to share how Mercy House Adult and Teen Challenge is beating dependency and addiction with real results. Families are being restored and relationships healed. Donate a vehicle today in any condition, running or not. All the paperwork is handled and vehicles are picked up and taken away. Donations are tax deductible and 100% of the money stays right here in Mississippi. Call today at 601-572-7296. Thank you. I got my son back. Hey y'all, I'm Kayla Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and owner operated for over 50 years. Come see our newly expanded store for all your tool needs. Our goal is to serve you and help you get the job done right with some of our power and hand tools from the biggest brands, but without the big box prices. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, to name a few. Ace Bolton Screw Company, proudly locally owned and operated. Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Hi, this is Dale Danks with Danks, Miller & Corey. With more than 100 years of combined experience, we have the expertise to handle even the most complicated matters. When you need a lawyer to fight for you, don't compromise. Contact us online at DanksMillerCorey.com. Since the current pandemic struck Mississippi, thousands of nurse practitioners have answered the call. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners provide over two-thirds of all primary care, reaching our most impoverished communities. We're here for you. Nurse practitioners spend time understanding their patients' needs and save Medicaid and Medicare millions. We're here for you. But current laws limit how nurse practitioners can help your community. Let your local legislator know how much nurse practitioners mean to you. Paid for by the Mississippi Association of Nurse Practitioners. Are you having sewer and drain problems? Call the experts, Roto-Rooter. Since 1934, Roto-Rooter Plumbing has been fixing small home disasters. Mention this ad for $25 off any service. Call Roto-Rooter, 601-353-3333. That's 601-353-3333. Call Roto-Rooter, that's the name. And a wake on troubles down the drain. Roto-Rooter. Madison Cellars, proud to be a sponsor of SEC Sports. They're your headquarters for all your wines and spirits. From special party needs to picking up that favorite bottle of wine for dinner, it's all at Madison Cellars Premium Wine and Spirits. Highway 51 at Madison Station Shopping Center. Are you a hard worker? Are you dependable? Do you have a good attitude? Do you want to be part of a team? If so, the Black Label Bridge Builders at Key Constructors offers lead men and women purpose-driven career opportunities with on-the-job and outside training, leadership development, and benefits. To learn more about what it takes to be a Black Label Bridge Builder, please visit Key's website at keyconstructors.com. Please also follow at Key Constructors on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook to see regular updates on the Black Label Bridge Builders. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Nobody struck it rich in Mega Millions or Powerball, so the winnings just keep on growing. The Mega Millions jackpot has climbed to an estimated $850 million with a cash value of $628.2 million. The next drawing is tomorrow night. In the Powerball, the estimated current jackpot is $730 million with a cash value of $546 million. The next drawing is Wednesday. Vaccine supply is a problem in Mississippi. Dr. Mark Horn, president of the Mississippi State Medical Association, explains why. There's just greater demand than there is supply right now. He says what they do have on hand is already reserved. Every dose that we've been given is committed and is being placed in arms as fast as it can be placed. The next major delivery of vaccine isn't expected until mid-February. I'm Kelly Bennett. 
Catfish farming has always been a passion for me. I was raised up on a catfish farm. I was born into it. But the only thing I love more than catfish farming is my children and my family. I'm Will Noble from Moorhead, Mississippi, and I'm proud to be the 2020 Mississippi Catfish Farmer of the Year. People all across America love to eat U.S. farm-raised catfish, and I'm proud to be able to produce it right here in the Mississippi Delta. Confidence, peace of mind, a way forward. During tough times, these are the things we all want. And with the personalized help of a Trustmark relationship manager, it's something we can find together. That's why Trustmark is standing by business owners. No matter what challenges you may be facing, we are here with a suite of financial services to help you find a path forward. Learn more at Trustmark.com business. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi talk but still want to make your opinion known well you know you can send jt a text message right go ahead text your thoughts to 601-879-4395 that's 601-879-4395 use your fingers and join the conversation on super talk mississippi and supertalk.fm everyone the JT show we're not gonna take it Gerard Gibbard in today along with Rhino and we'll be in all week all right so it is now 1137 uh, the segment begins and now we will take callers here at Super Talk on the JT show you can give us a call at 888-808-8637 I'll just ask the question since it's MLK day do you think that uh, race relations in the United States have improved significantly since uh, Martin Luther King's famous speech in 1963, where he he called for Americans uh, to recognize people on the basis of their character rather than the color of their skin and judge them accordingly? as opposed to their physical attributes. So we talked about that at the beginning of the show, and looks like we've got a caller on the line there. This is a brand-new deal here at Super Talk, starting today. Really excited about that. Just trying to give people a voice and show that we are in opposition to much of the free speech censoring that's going on across the country, and we ain't going to take it, as they say. So... Really appreciate uh, Mike coming in, Mike Kirst. He just did awesome work uh, here in the 
in the state in central Mississippi as U.S. Uh, attorney. And like I said, he absolutely applies the law consistently and uh, in accordance with the law. And it's just just awesome. And, and he's we need more people like Mike that uh, understand that the job of an attorney and an, an adjudicator is to apply justice in a blind fashion and not with a political slant or by infusing their own political views and and uh, and philosophy into uh, their work. We just don't have enough judges and have enough attorneys in the public square in particular that see things that way. So once again, folks, give us a call here. We'll talk about whatever you like, by the way. I just threw a question out there with respect to uh, MLK and his dream and it being MLK Day. So 888-808-8637. What do you think there, Rhino? I guess that wasn't a caller for us, huh? Yeah, it's Charles in the Delta. He's on line one for oh, you. Awesome. Charles, go ahead, man. Yeah, man, I appreciate y'all. Y'all do a good job. Listen to you all the time. Thank you. Look, uh, several weeks ago, y'all uh, made a statement that uh, y'all had, had information that said that the carbon dioxide, according to global warming, carbon dioxide has been reduced by 7% since the coronavirus and all started. Well, if you look it up on the computer, the amount of carbon dioxide in our atmosphere is not but point zero four which is way less than 1%. Now, they might have been talking about 7% of that point zero four. I don't know, but that's like taking a piece of pie, dividing it into 100 pieces, taking one of those pieces, dividing it into 100 pieces, and taking four of those pieces, and that's how much carbon dioxide is in our atmosphere. Now, you can look it up on Ask Siri or any other computer, and that's what they'll tell you, point zero four. But, uh, you know, we could just plant more and more and more trees. Eh? If, we, if we were to get rid of all the carbon dioxide, all the plants would die in this, in this world. <laughs> so a lot of people are not uh, thinking really or I don't know, but that's the facts of the matter, and I appreciate you taking my call. Yeah, you bet. Appreciate you calling. So uh, I would, uh, you know, I would say to that, I have seen similar reports. It basically said because we shut down economic activity, uh, so much that folks were driving less, commuting less, working from home, uh, flying in airplanes less. I mean, all the things that emit carbon dioxide, and that's, that's kind of a worldwide phenomenon. So I think it stands to reason that that would reduce CO2 emissions. The extent to which that kind of affects global, so-called global warming or climate change, however you want to describe it, frankly, that's above my pay grade. Uh, you know, I, I've always said that I'm kind of an amateur meteorologist that some days are just warmer than others, the way I see it. Um, but the thing that I think concerns me more than anything, to Charles's point, is, is that the Biden administration has made it very clear that climate change will be front and center in every single policy, every single law, every single executive order they make. They view that as, as uh, the biggest threat. Uh, to our country and, and to our world, and so you, you just get, but it gets off the rails. And, and the United States really isn't the culprit. It's not the United States that's causing the problem. We have come, uh, I was reading this morning that uh, auto emissions, you know, since there's been a concerted effort to reduce auto emissions, is down like 80% since the 90s, which is just insane. 
uh, good, and that's just because the private sector is just really, really good at what they do, and uh, making cars more fuel efficient and emit more, or excuse me, excuse me, less emissions is something they were able to do. So we got uh, Ron in Columbia on the line wants to talk about race relations. Morning, Ron. Thanks for calling. Hey, how you doing this morning? Great. What's up? I just want to share something with everybody. You know, in my childhood, I'm 71 years old now. And in my childhood, I was very fortunate to have a wonderful father that was a full bird colonel in the Army. And my education, I grew up, you know, going to school on Army bases. And I spent eight years, and I graduated from Nuremberg American High School in Nuremberg, Germany. And I attended that school for eight years. And being in a military family, you know, we lived next door. I mean, my next door neighbor, we shared a garage, you know, with a black family, with Hispanic families. And we went to school, and this was in 62, 63, you know. Yeah. And we all went to school together, you know, black kids, white kids, uh, uh, oriental kids. It didn't make any difference to us. We were just kids. And not one time, not one time in my whole educational career was there ever a question or did we ever have a problem with differences among the kids. We were just kids. Yeah. And it was a wonderful education system. So the point I'm trying to make is sometimes I feel that people try to point out you got a problem. You know, uh, you've got a problem with this. And sometimes I think our government and people just stir the pot for no reason at all. And, you know, society polices itself. And left alone, you know, and then I, I spent 30 years living in New Orleans. I'm a musician, you know, and not one time have I ever had a, a racial problem with anybody uh, or, or what have you. Uh, but, you know, I moved to Mississippi in 1995, and I was shocked to see the racial indifference, not just whites toward the blacks, but also the blacks toward the whites here in Mississippi. And I often wondered... What causes this? You know, I, I'm, I, you know, I go to a non-denominational church in New Orleans. You know, I went to that church, you know, for 10 years. And, and uh, there's black, white, different denominations. And never did we ever look upon each other as, as that. And I just don't understand, you know, just a difference of 100 miles or 150 miles, why there's got to be such a difference, you know, in people's skin or the way they worship, or, or or just life in general. And I think sometimes, you know, some of these politicians and the government stirs the pot for their own benefit, you know, to point out that you've got a problem and all this. And a lot of people don't realize they got a problem until a lot of these politicians yeah. try, to, try to egg it on. And I truly believe that because we don't have a problem as far as, as far as people, we'll police ourselves. Yeah. And, um, you know, we don't have a problem. But, Pre you know, but people make a problem out of it. Follow what I'm trying to say? Yeah, appreciate the call, uh, Ron. And, and uh, frankly, I, I agree with you. It's uh, it, it, the civil rights movement, which was really, it, it, I think you could argue, was, was uh, found its genesis with Martin Luther King. It's been somewhat hijacked uh, by the grievance in the victim industry in my opinion. And so 
it's necessary to keep uh, the African-American community, in particular, in a constant state of just agitation and anger and hostility uh, towards, uh, I think, the other side and, and folks that aren't like them. And it's because the, and the people that are inciting that, frankly, are white progressives, white liberals who derive power and often money from it. And the message, in my view, is that we don't have any confidence on, in you with your, your, your race and your ability to function in society. we got to help you and do it for you. Vote for me. Give me money to do so. That's kind of my take on it. But appreciate that call, Ryan. we got a break coming up. We'll be back with a final segment of the second hour, and then we got Mississippi Outdoors Radio coming up at noon. Be sure and check out the newly remodeled Basils in Fondren, where you get simple food done well. And don't forget to drop by Basils Fountain View at the Renaissance. Go to eatbasils.com for online ordering for both locations. That's Basils. If you need a cash infusion after all your Christmas expenses, perhaps we can help at DNS Diamonds and Jewelry in Flowood. At DNS Diamonds, we are always purchasing diamonds, precious stones, gold, silver, and platinum in the form of jewelry or as scrap. We truly believe we pay more than anyone else for your pre-owned, broken, or unwanted jewelry. With gold prices hovering at near record levels, now is a great time to sell. DNS Diamonds and Jewelry, 144 Market Street, across from Amerigo in Flowood. Hi, I'm Shelby with Two Men in a Truck. Did you know that we aren't your regular moving company? We are equipped to move you across the country or even as easy as across town. Call us today for a free quote at 601-853-9644 or at twomenandatruck.com. Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2021 is here. The time has never been better for a new Nissan. The remaining 2020 models have large rebates, great opportunity to save money. Here are a few great specials at Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2020 Nissan Altima SR. 3200 off MSRP plus 0.9% APR for 72 months. LC230459. 2020 Nissan Sentra SV. 2700 off MSRP. LY30 5450. And the all new 2021 Nissan Rogue, up to $2,000 off MSRP with 2.9% APR for 72 months. MW101377. Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department and parts department open six days a week. All safety protocols are in place for your safety. No appointment needed. We have over 700 pre owned vehicles available. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. This is the Midday Agri-Market Report. Cotton prices and demand are remarkably strong despite the ongoing worldwide pandemic and financial crisis. Economic and policy experts met during the recent Beltwide Cotton Conference virtually. March cotton futures surpassed 82 cents per pound on January 13th. That's up more than 30 cents in the past 10 months. The latest USDA projections indicate that U.S. cotton use and exports will eclipse production during the 2020-21 marketing year for the first time in three years, which is a good sign for prices, but is the cotton price trend and the demand sustainable? Several factors depend on that. According to Jody Campese, the Vice President of Economics and Policy Analyst for the National Cotton Council of America, which hosted the virtual event. Factors include how fast the pandemic subsides now with vaccines being administered and when people can get back to their normal routines and spending habits. 
I'm Dixon Williams, and this is the Mississippi Agri-News Network. When it comes to growing cotton, I'm looking for results. That's why I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. The powerful combination of Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton and Extendamax Herbicide with Vapor Grip technology means I'm getting built-in pest protection and an increased spectrum of control of insects like bullworms and tobacco budworm on top of effective weed control. That adds up to stronger yield potential. In fact, Bullguard 3 Extend Flex Cotton showed an 87 pound per acre advantage on average versus top planted phytogen varieties. It's no wonder the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System is the number one choice for so many of us. For me, the choice is easy. I choose results. I choose the Roundup Ready Extend Crop System. Yield claims are based on 2017 to 2019 Bayer trials. Extendamax is a restricted use pesticide. Check with your state pesticide regulatory agency for specific restrictions in your state. Always read and follow IRM where applicable grain marketing and all other stewardship practices and pesticide label directions. Hello here, back tomorrow morning, 6 a.m. with all the news, weather, traffic, and info you need to start your day in the Jackson Metro area. Right now, more of the JT Show on Super Talk Mississippi 97.3. The JT Show continues. Who is it? Who's that? Who's that? With guest host Dave Hughes on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, everyone. The JT Show, Super Talk Mississippi. Gerard Gibbert in the chair along with Rhino. So, Rhino, there was some sort of security issue up and around the Capitol. Was it the Capitol or the White House today? I believe it was closer to the Capitol, but it was not on the grounds of the Capitol. And out of an abundance of caution, there was a lockdown and a partial evacuation but it turns out it was just a bonfire at a homeless camp under a bridge. A bonfire yeah. at a homeless camp. Well, it's one of those things where when when are you reacting appropriately? When are you underreacting? When are you overreacting? It's, it's become a fine line, and it's a difficult call, uh, I would say. So it turned out to be nothing. Correct. It, this feels a lot like, if you remember, after the Boston Marathon bombing, yeah. there was a, a big hoopla over a viral marketing campaign where people had made these little LED signs and stuck them up all over the country. But in Boston, you had people on high alert seeing these devices in strange places and started calling it in. So I would imagine... In D.C., everybody's on high alert. You've got National Guard troops everywhere, all these barricades and security checkpoints. Because you're on edge and on that high alert, somebody saw some smoke coming from an area in the area, so decided to send it up the chain, and that's where we are. Hmm. Okay. Well, glad that uh, that turned out to be nothing. And, of course, we're a short two days away from the big deal up around uh, the Capitol. The inauguration is certainly going to be unprecedented in our history. I think the way this one is is going to uh, unfold with the massive amount of National Guard troops. Uh, I think we've even sent some from here in Mississippi, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, About 100. Uh, okay. Up to Washington. My good friend uh, General Durr Boyles used to play softball with Durr years ago. and um, But... 
unprecedented situation. We certainly hope, no matter what, that there isn't any kind of unrest or upheaval that occurs. That would not be in the best interest of our country. I saw a photo yesterday that I think ended up going viral, but someone took a photo of the Capitol uh, from just outside the fence that had been erected around it with the barbed wire. It looks like a stalag. You, you can't believe that's the United States of America, that it's come to that. And regardless of your political philosophy, um, the party with which, if any, that you are affiliated, that's just not good. Not a good look. It was, it was disheartening. Fear and ignorance drive people to do strange and sometimes silly things. No like question. The, uh, the gentleman, did you see the story out of Chicago this morning? There was a California man who had been living in the secure area of Chicago O'Hare Airport since October. He had somehow gotten his hands on some program director or manager's badge and was living in the secure area of the airport until a couple days ago. And the whole reason he was doing it, like the authorities can't figure out if he has any ties in Chicago, why he was in Chicago, because he's from California. But the whole reason he said he was doing it is because he was afraid of going home to California because of COVID. Oh, wow. That's bizarre. That's just crazy. So there is a bit of an irony, though, with respect to the incoming, more progressive administration. And that is we're, we're using force, we're using authority, we're using law enforcement, we're using military, we're using fences and other security devices to protect property, protect people. Why don't we seem to get that same sort of verve attitude in our cities such as we saw? this summer, and to some extent still occurring with the unrest and the riots and the destruction of property. Why, why don't we approach that with vigor as well? Why does it only apply in certain cases? It's, it's double standard stuff, and, and I'm not giving necessarily a pass to uh, some folks on the right either. I'm just in our society in general, this whole double standard narrative is out of control, and I, I think it aggravates people. I know it does me. And so what we end up with is, rather than talking about sensible policy and solving problems and, and action, we just end up in a bunch of eye-poking and, and divisive rhetoric being tossed about that doesn't really move the needle towards improving the quality of life. A lot to talk about, but the big inauguration coming up, and the day before it, a lot of stuff. We're going to have a good time talking about that. Now we got folks calling in as well, so engaging discussion. Appreciate you joining us today for Hour 2. We're going to take a break for the news and come back with Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Stay tuned to Super Talk Mississippi.
home for Ole Miss sports. WFMN Flora Jackson. Super Talk Mississippi. Powered by your tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. 601-345-8090. News. I'm Chris Foster. President Trump's expected to pardon or shorten the prison sentences of 50 to 100 more people before leaving office Wednesday at noon. Sources tell Fox News a large batch could come tomorrow. Rapper Lil Wayne, who pleaded guilty to a weapons charge last month, is expected to be on the list. WikiLeaks founder Julian Assange not expected to get a pardon. It's still unclear whether former Trump advisor Steve Bannon, charged in a fraud probe, will get a reprieve. Republican Senator Lindsey Graham has said the president should not give pardons to those who stormed the U.S. Capitol. Fox's Rachel Sutherland, a poisoned opposition leader arrested after his return to Russia yesterday, remains in custody. Hours after the U.S. demanded Alexei Navalny be freed, a judge in Moscow has jailed him for 30 days. Posting on Instagram, Navalny is urging supporters to take to the streets. Fox's Simon Owen. America's listening to Fox News. As locals, ADS Security is committed to keeping the community safe. We're the same great company, same local office, with the same local service you've counted on for years. Visit us in Gluckstadt. ADS Security, 601-898-3105. Call today. Hi, I'm Dr. Will Umflett with Capital Dental, where we create a comfortable environment for our patients. Capital Dental offers general and family dentistry and teeth whitening. Book your appointment today at CapitalDentalInc.com. Capital Dental, located in Northeast Jackson on Lakeland Drive. Selling your vehicle? We'll buy it. Need to put it on our lot? We'll consign it. Just need a new ride for the new you? We'll trade it. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Steve Owen and the friendly staff of Pinnacle Motors is buying, consigning, and trading quality pre-owned cars, trucks, and SUVs at the corner of Highway 471 at Baker Lane and Vine Street in Brandon and online at PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. That's PinnacleMotorsLLC.com. Pinnacle Motors needs you. Well, needs your vehicle. Quality vehicles. Affordable prices. Pinnacle Motors. I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Former Mississippi Supreme Court Justice Reuben Anderson was the keynote speaker at Mississippi State's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Unity Day event. I first heard him speak when I was a student at Tougaloo College in 1962. And I knew at that time that I wanted to be a part of the Civil Rights Movement. Anderson talked about King's unique leadership style. Dr. King was successful because all of his career, he espoused nonviolence. The Mississippi National Guard has deployed soldiers to D.C. ahead of the president-elect's inauguration. Consisting of approximately 100 soldiers, Task Force Mississippi left for the nation's capital last Friday. From all 50 states, a total of 25,000 members of the National Guard will be in Washington. That's more than the number of troops in Iraq and Afghanistan combined. Due to the coronavirus, everyone has been asked to practice safe distancing from each other. The propane industry has been classified as essential workers, so we will continue to service our customers. In most cases, only essential work is being performed, such as gas deliveries. For the safety of our workers, we are asking you to check your propane gauges and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reads 30%. Rules and regulations require the propane professional to leak test your system and put your propane appliances back into service. The only way this can be done is for our employees to enter your home. With the coronavirus, it is not safe to have outside people entering your home, and currently our employees do not feel comfortable entering homes. 
A time could come when we are not allowed to enter homes, so please check your tank and call your propane supplier when your tank gauge reaches 30%. From all the members of the Mississippi Propane Gas Association, stay safe and God bless. From a business perspective, the COVID vaccine can be a powerful weapon. Mike Petters, president and CEO of Huntington Ingalls Shipbuilding, explains. Since March of last year, every time that we think we do something, something else happens and we've had to react and put in a new protocol or put in a new defense mechanism, you know, masks and plexiglass, testing and cleaning and all that sort of stuff. The vaccine gives us a chance to go on the offensive against the virus for the first time. Our state was hit hard with a record high number of COVID-related deaths last week. Dr. Nicholas Conger, an infectious disease specialist with Memorial in Gulfport, says it's especially hard on healthcare workers. They really take the brunt of it. They see the sickest of the sick patients, and they see the death day in and day out. And it's never easy, even when you know it's coming. There were 98 deaths reported last Tuesday, the largest amount in a single day since the beginning of the pandemic. I'm Kelly Bennett. Y'all know that in Mississippi, we have some of our most fun experiences outdoors, especially during hunting season. Hi, this is Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Each year, our agency provides services to Mississippians who have been injured in hunting accidents. Please remember, ATVs are not toys. Always wear a helmet, only have one rider at a time, ride an ATV that's right for your age, and supervise young riders. This hunting season, when it comes to ATVs, remember to ride safe and ride smart. This is Jake Mangum. It's great to be on a team that is based in Mississippi. It's important to me that my team supports our high schools, universities, and several local events throughout the state. Of course, I'm talking about my home team, Farm Bureau Insurance. If you aren't already with Farm Bureau, it's time to join the team. Visit favrates.com for great rates on home and auto insurance or find a local agent at msfbins.com. Farm Bureau Insurance, go with the home team. Here with a special invitation to join us weekday morning, 6 to 9. Breaking news, quick shots, analysis, all right here on Super Talk Jackson 97.3. You're listening to Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show. Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the JT Show is presented by the Foundation for Mississippi Wildlife Fisheries and Parks. The Foundation supports projects associated with the Department of Wildlife Fisheries and Parks to protect and preserve Mississippi's wonderful wildlife heritage for generations to come. It's time for Mississippi Outdoors Radio again on Super Talk Mississippi, and we are joined back in studio by the one, the only, Adam Butler. How you doing today, sir? I'm doing good, Dave. How good, are you? Good to have you back. Missed yeah. you last week. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You well, took your snow day a week early. Yeah, I guess you could say that. Yeah. Yeah. It happens sometimes. Yeah. So. Man, my, look, this, this snow thing. My kids, they weren't excited. They were not, I'm not exaggerating, they were not as excited about Christmas a couple of weeks ago as they were last night anticipating the snow. Well, Christmas comes every year. Snow? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe, maybe not. You don't know. Uh, you got Josh Carver here. Did you build a snowman, Josh? I thought about it, but I didn't get out there and get all wet and nasty this morning since yeah. I knew I was going to have to come see you today, Dave. 
No, he stayed pretty for us. That's right. There you go. That's very I'm good. Pretty man. for the radio, yeah. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, hey, you do what you got to do. Uh, now, the snow coming in, uh, and it came in in some places more than expected. I know we said in the last segment in uh, Edinburgh, four and a half inches. See, I don't need to go tell the kids that. We, we're there in the in the Brandon area, and it you know we got a little dusting, but it, it wasn't a whole lot. They, they I, Before I left this morning, uh, they made a little snowman, and he was, he was about four inches tall. You know, that's all they could muster up. But, man. But they made a snowman. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's what's important. Now, what does this do to the, the animals? What are the deer doing right now? Because they're not used to seeing this in Mississippi. You know, I... I, I don't know that it affects them a ton. I, I Just this morning, drinking coffee, looked out. I'm pretty sure I saw a buck chasing a doe in the woodlot behind our house. Um, you know, they're going to feed more. Obviously, it's cold. You know, um, squirrels are stirring around. You know, all the little songbirds are out at the bird feeders hitting those really hard. But I don't know that it affects things too much. Um, we've already – we were at the office before we came over here. And, and getting calls, you know, getting calls, people wondering, hey, can I still go deer hunting? Can I can I do this? Can I do that? And, you know, does the snow affect it? And, you know, you'd be surprised at how many of those calls we take on days like today. Um, doesn't really affect anything legally. Interestingly, there is only one law on the books that quail shall not be hunted when there's snow on the ground. And it, it it's actually in state statute, 49777. It says, all quail shall be protected from all hunting when the ground is covered by snow. And it dates back to 1932. So, by law, can't quail hunt today, but everything else is still on the table. What was can't the purpose of that? What brought that <laughs> up, I wonder? I, I don't know. It's one of those, like I said, it's been on there um for you know, almost a hundred years yeah almost a hundred years i don't know what were what they were thinking at the time but it's actually in statute so there you go but everything else fair game everything else fair game we don't have any any rules covering anything else you know i would think today would actually be a pretty good day to be out there looking yeah for deer. i mean it's you know from a from you know a deer hunting standpoint like i said you know they they're burning a lot of calories and i don't know that the snow makes it any different than the fact that it's it's you know the air temperature is not going to get very high today and it hasn't for the last several days so you know they're having to burn a lot of calories that means they've got to intake more food that means they're probably going to be on their feet a little bit more when you've got you know overcast conditions like today, it tends to make them move a little bit more during the daytime. So, uh, if if you had a snow day, it might not be a bad idea to get on a deer stand. Yeah, I would think it would be a pretty good day yeah. for it myself. Yeah. You know, and that and the snow, you know, kind of tends to dampen down the noise a little. Yeah, bit. makes it definitely a different experience. You know, I'd I'd be curious, you know, if any of the listeners are out or were on a deer stand this morning or, or planning to go, what they're seeing and hearing. Um, I don't know. I tell you what I do know, Dave. I, you know, here in Mississippi, when we get, you know, the odd snow every third year or something like that, it's cool, you know. You get to see it. It's neat. Kids get excited. I'm, I'm glad I don't live in a place oh, yeah. where I have to deal with the snow, like, all winter long. That w- it, it, it would get really old, I think. I think it would get old about day two real quick. <laughs> yeah. I'd be done yeah, with quick. it at that yeah. point. Uh, I got a text in from Capaya County. I uh, got a deer hanging up his buddy took. 18 and three-quarter wide, 175 pounds. Taxidermist is going to get the sample, get it checked. There you go. Uh, awesome. Said his buddy got that one, which brings us neatly around to samples. Yeah. So we had a, a little news on the CWD front last week. Um, we confirmed um, suspect positives in two new counties. And, and I'm going to 
you know, kind of parse that out. Suspect in that um, the test, as, as we've probably talked about here on the show before, you know, our agency's taking all these samples from all over the state, and we're submitting them and working in partnership with the Mississippi State University uh, Veterinary Diagnostic Lab in Pearl. They got uh, through the legislature one of the ELISA testing machines, so we can do tests here. But CWD is a pretty serious disease, so we don't rely on just one lab's test to say we have a confirmed positive. Anytime that the lab here gets a suspected positive, they then send that uh, sample to Ames, Iowa, where a national lab then confirms it. So right now um, we got two, well, we, we, we got last week a couple of results came back as suspect positive, which would be new counties, Tippa and Alcorn. Uh, those samples are as I said, they're they're in the lab in in Iowa right now, waiting to be confirmed. But not a uh, big surprise because those are right up there around. That's right. Benton that's County, right. It's so. not you know, um, it, it should be taken very seriously. And it's and if I were you know in, in Tipler or Alcorn County, that's not news I would want to hear. But not necessarily something we should be totally surprised about because as we know that. Um, that big cluster of positives in, in southern Tennessee that's kind of bleeding over into Mississippi. I mean, you look at the map, this is right there on the, you know, on the fringe of that bullseye, so not at all surprising. Um, right now, it doesn't change anything regulatory-wise. You know, those counties were already in the CWD management zone and, and are treated that way in terms of feeding and that kind of stuff. Um, so nothing changes there other than, you know, we're you know, more and more counties are now in the in the red category. Yeah, and you know that's the positives as far as we know. That's right, and that's, that's right. where the problem comes in with getting the sampling from the hunters as they're going out into the woods and coming back out with whatever they took that day. We we need more response on that, don't we? Yeah, we're running behind this year. You know, I, I don't, you know, hate, hate to say it. We're you know we we have asked the hunters of the state to help us with this to bring samples to us so that we can get a better handle on where the disease is and where it isn't. We had set a goal this year for 10,000 samples and I think as of my, my our last my last look I could be a little off but we're we're only about halfway there uh with you know what 3 weeks in left in deer season for most of the state of course the southeast part of the state goes you know a little bit longer than that got a full month and, and a few days left there but um you know we're on the the back end of deer season my all my 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 buddies are starting to think of other things you know you know they they they're still going to get out in the deer woods but i think their minds are already turning to other pursuits um so you know we need we still need hunters to help us we still need hunters to bring in those samples and um we hope that we hope we will get more uh we have another mandatory sampling weekend coming up this weekend in southeast mississippi so um you know roughly kind of hattiesburg to the south and um that part of the state so if you take a deer in that part of the state this weekend you're mandatorily mandatorily required to drop it off at one of our sampling locations we will have some um check stations there where we'll have people there that will pull the sample for you if you bring it uh all that information is available on our website and, and and i'm sure you're going to be you know social media out and all that kind of thing uh, and i think we need to go over this one more time the definition of the word mandatory that doesn't mean if you get around to it or if you think about it that means if you take a deer you turn in the sample right period right. and I, I said hattiesburg south that is actually a little bit further north than that it's basically you know jeff davis marion on the west through covington jones wayne on the north side and then everything back down towards the coast and 
pretty much every one of those counties is going to have a drop-off freezer, and we're going to have, you know, like I said, several uh, check stations um, scattered throughout um, Collins, Hattiesburg, and Wiggins, I believe. So if you take a deer in southeast Mississippi, got to get it tested this weekend. There's somebody with a picture of the deer they took said they're out. (laughs) (laughs) That's good news for – William and Tupelo, he says, Saltillo here, I'm headed to the stand. It, I think it's a good day for it. Seriously. I think it will be a good day. I, 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 I would get there early. That's what I would do. I think, you know, as soon as we wrap up this, this conversation, if you got the day off, go get on the deer stand. That's what I'm saying. Exactly. Uh, and, you know, the the when you take it in, and we had the one earlier where they the taxidermist was taking care of the sample and getting it tested, mm-hmm. and we have a lot of taxidermists that we are do. doing that. Uh, you, you need to do everything you can to get those samples taken and tested so that we can figure out how to block this and stop this and contain it and keep it under control as much as possible, or it's going to wreck everything. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's it don't have you know. I hate, I hate we have to keep reiterating it, um, but it is sort of a a, a long term slow problem. You know, it's it's not gonna it's not gonna change the world here. You know, next year. But if you look. 30, 40 years down the road, that's when you start getting scared of, of what may happen if, if CWD goes unchecked. I said it a month or two ago, what we're trying to do here is make sure your grandkids can go hunting in Mississippi right, like right. you've been able to hunt. We will continue on Mississippi Outdoors Radio next. Hey guys, I'm Michael Clark with Ace Bolton Screw Company. We have been locally owned and operated for over 50 years. Come by and check out our newly remodeled store. We've got all the biggest brands of power tools and hand tools. DeWalt, Milwaukee, Makita, Channel Lock, Irwin, and Lennox, just to name a few. Let us help you get the job done right. Come see us at Ace Bolton Screw Company, Jackson, Tupelo, Atlanta, and Gluckstadt. Are you an employee or employer in search of flame-resistant clothing that'll protect your arms and legs but won't cost you an arm and a leg? Well, ESI Supply has you covered, literally, with full coveralls, button-down long sleeves, two-button cotton pullovers, and jeans to go with them. ESI Supply is your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. If we don't have it, we can get it at prices that won't burn the pocketbook. ESI Supply, 601-933-4910. And online at ESISupply.net. ESI Supply, your flame-resistant clothing headquarters. Dave Logan, General Manager, Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2021 is here. The time has never been better for a new Nissan. The remaining 2020 models have large rebates, great opportunity to save money. Here are a few great specials at Canon Nissan of Jackson. 2020 Nissan Altima SR. 3200 off MSRP plus 0.9% APR for 72 months. LC230459. 2020 Nissan Sentra SV. 2700 off MSRP. LY30-5450. And the all-new 2021 Nissan Rogue, up to $2,000 off MSRP with 2.9% APR for 72 months. MW101377. Canon Nissan of Jackson. Our service department and parts department open six days a week. All safety protocols are in place for your safety. No appointment needed. We have over 700 pre-owned vehicles available. Remember, when the smoke clears, nobody beats a Canon deal. Nobody. 
Are the trees and shrubs running your yard instead of you? Let the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros take out your problem limb by limb. Baroni's Tree Pros is your complete tree, shrub, and stump removal service. No job is too big for the tree professionals at Baroni's Tree Pros. And with our superior cleanup, you can't go wrong. Baroni's Tree Pros, 601-345-8090. 601-345-8090. That's 601-345-8090. Or online at baroniestreepros.com. That's baroniestreepros.com. This is Home Answers Radio, and my guest today is Trey Jackson of Bulldog Construction. Trey, if a business has uneven sidewalks, they're asking for trouble. Would you agree? Lynn, they are. It's a trip hazard and it needs to be fixed. Our foam technology can level those uneven walks without having to lay down any new concrete. Much easier and more affordable. Trey, my wife tripped over one of those and skinned her knee up. She was fortunate. Call Bulldog Construction at 601-853-4242. Arm yourself with everything you need to take on your day. Wake up with Gallo tomorrow on 97.3 FM. Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio, Super Talk Mississippi. And we have in studio with us Adam Butler, wildlife biologist, and Josh Carver, uh, marketing com- and communications coordinator. Makes you look good and sound good, basically. That's right. Yeah. He's the guy. We try. I like that. Yeah. I like, that's he's, a good job description. He's the face behind the scenes. Mm. You know, I, I was going to ask about ducks, and earlier. Uh, we had, when we were asking people to send in pictures, and I'll never find it now, uh, asking people to text in on the ceasefire text line uh, pictures of the snow in their area, and somebody texted one in. Do you remember where that was, Rhino, that had this enormous flock of ducks flying overhead when he took the picture? I mean, it was probably 50, he probably doesn't want you to, Yeah, he probably doesn't want you yeah, to, to, to say that. where that was. He's hoping <laughs> that I forget where it was permanently. Yeah. But, uh, I mean, it was a beautiful yeah. uh, shot and a lot of ducks. And uh, the, they were probably active today, I would think. Yeah, and, you know, the, as you did the, the, the front and everything, it, it's, it's pushing them on down. I mean, our... Um, our duck season is set up such that it just gets better and better as January goes on. And um, I talked to the guys at the office, the, uh, the 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 duck biologists, and they flew one of their aerial surveys last week. You know where they get up in the in the little plane and fly low and slow across the delta looking for ducks. And um, the results were not you know totally in, but the general consensus that they thought was that there's definitely more duck habitat available you know the, all the rain and stuff we've gotten over the last week or 10 days is um you know flooded more stuff there's more water out there and um there seem to be more ducks in the delta as you go north and east in the delta which makes sense you know tallahatchie county panola county up through that part of the world has always kind of been a, a stronghold um so everything's everything's looking good. Duck numbers are are, are still they thought going to probably be kind of average for this this year, but you know that's before you know I mean we've we've had the last what four four or five days now where we've not really even touched fifty. So you know I, I think 
hopefully this this coming weekend should probably be the best of the season for most of our duck hunters. Now you have the youth waterfowl uh, fowl camps coming up. Yep, yep. Um, youth waterfowl camps. We're taking applications for that through January fifteenth, and um, man, that's a Josh can probably talk yeah. a little bit about that. He's been in that, but that's a great event for young people who are wanting to learn a lot about waterfowl biology and duck hunting. You know, they do a little bit of all of it in that. Right. I think it's at Muscadine Farms, uh, right outside of Greenville. So we partner with uh, Ducks Unlimited, and they put on a really good camp for those kids and uh, show them a good time, take them out on the water, let them see ducks in uh, in flight, and uh, ID them, and learn all about waterfowl hunting. So it's pretty cool. Very cool. Start them young. That's right. What you got to do. Uh, and uh, just wanted to tell you, uh, I, my my brain may be going as I get older, but Rhino is still here. It was Bill in LaFleur County Uh-oh. that sent in the picture of all the ducks. Well, see, he's there. I mean, LaFleur County, that's another big duck hunting stronghold there. Yeah, well, well, not for much longer. If they're flying in groups that big, <laughs> you just shoot up. You're going to hit something because yeah. they were packed. That was a great picture. Uh, but, yeah, it is important to get youth involved in things early. But I, I think, for my money anyway, it's more important to make sure you get them involved and make sure that they learn the right way to do things, which is the purpose of a lot of these things, yeah. right? We've got another youth event uh, we're taking applications for right now, our youth squirrel hunt, which I, I really don't know off the top of my head, head how many years this, this one's been going on. It's been a while because I know I've – helped with it in the past and 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 some of those years are getting getting on farther behind me now um but but basically it's geared toward youth ages 10 to 15 who may not necessarily come from a hunting background but may have some interest may not have a you know a, a family figure or a close friend who can take them out uh and so we're going to provide that opportunity and provide that instruction and stuff um go to our website check it out there's five locations across the state where they'll be having these hunts and we're taking applications through the 29th because we a lot of times won't have room for everybody. Um, so check that one out. Uh, the hunt date is February 13th, I think. I think that's right. Remember that off mm-hmm. the top of my head? So, But yeah, go we'll ahead and apply that. now to get, yeah. a, get a slot in there. We'll put both of those up on Facebook today, too, so y'all can go check that out. Fantastic. Just go to the department's Facebook page, and if you – are, are like me and too lazy to go type into the search window on Facebook, you can just go to the department's website and you've got links to all the social right. media mm-hmm. places, right? So you can find that out there from anywhere. You mentioned that your buddies, Adam, are already turning their thoughts to other things. Well, and where where are your thoughts right now? <laughs> well, you know, I'm I'm thinking about turkeys every I day. I know exactly <laughs> what you're thinking about. And a lot of you know, a lot of hunters, we get all this latter part of deer season, they they start thinking about turkeys. But you know, it's probably too early to get into too much serious turkey talk. But one date that turkey hunters may want to have on their on their mind is uh, we're taking applications for WMA for WMA turkey draw hunts starting this Friday, so January fifteenth. No rush. Uh, you've got until February 15th to put in, but, you know, go ahead and do it so that you don't forget later. You know, we, we've got a question here, and I, I'm i going to preemptively, before I throw it to you, say you probably need to call the department, maybe. Uh, and the question is, uh, this is from Grady. He says, I got permission to hunt my aunt's land. It's about 40 acres. I've always hunted there my whole life. But a guy that owns land next to it has tried to run me off, saying I can't be there. What's the best way to handle it? Well, I, I, well, I say call the department. My first thought is, have your aunt call the guy and say, shut up. Yeah, I, I don't 
if if the, if she owns the land and she's given written permission there, I don't know that the the adjacent landowner has a a real leg to stand on. But certainly, if you're having those kind of you know issues, call, call our office and we can you know if we need to, we can get the local officer involved with that. But you know if you if you're on land that your aunt's giving you permission to hunt, you're on a place that you've got permission to hunt. And I wouldn't think much further about it yeah no and if, if it comes down to it and it keeps getting worse seriously have your aunt call that other guy say right. uh i told him he could be there it's my land shut up right and then just hang up and you're good to go a simple way to handle it uh from the 601 i saw a flock of 20 ducks last week and no i won't tell you what county <laughs> oh, no. so there we go yeah uh but turkey hunting is just around the corner Yep. That's, that's why Adam's a little twitchy yep. today. The no, closer we get, we're not close enough yet. You know, it's still it's still a ways out. You're still. Thinking I'm looking about forward it. to it, though. You're still thinking yeah, about I'm it. I know what you're it. doing here. Uh, oh, it was turkeys. It was a flock of turkeys he saw, not ducks. Uh, yeah, flock of twenty, and he will not tell you what county. Mm-hmm. So don't even ask Adam. Mm. He knows you. He's familiar. Well, with Well, Adam already operate. knows where all the turkeys are anyway. Yeah, not all of them. Uh, let's see here. Ba ba ba. Something, uh, well, I can't really make this one out. Something about a drop-off uh, for Lamar County in the Summerall Purbus area. Do you have a freezer for deer sample drop-offs down in that area? Lamar here. County, Summerall Purbus in that area down there. We do have one um, in, let me see where that is, one in Lamar. Lamar. I'm trying to. Short answer, we do. Let me let me get back to you on exactly where it is, but we do have one there. He'll get it nailed down, yeah. and he'll tell you exactly where it is. But over half of the counties have a drop-off freezer in place. But again, just to cover this one more time, a big chunk of taxidermists in the state are participating in helping the department in this as well. You got it, Adam. Great. I got it. it uh, the Lamar County one's at Purvis uh, VFD. Um, Right there on 805 Main Street in Purvis. So there you go. It's open 24 hours. I knew we had one there. Somewhere. There we go. Yeah. At the Purvis Volunteer Fire Department. That's right. Right on there Main Street. Should be easy to find, I would think. Uh, to, now, see, you've got them all fired up. We, we did this, Uh-oh. Adam. Shag Bully in Biloxi says, from what I've seen, we had a good hatch last year. Uh, well, depends on where you're at. The south part of the state, definitely. Our, our, you know, we, get, we keep data on that kind of stuff. And um, if he's if he's kind of in that southeast part of the state, he definitely had a really good hatch last year. Now, I think you're correct, though. Yep. Some people's minds are starting to go See, in that yep, direction. It happens. it happens. We still have, what, three weeks, a little over three weeks of deer season left. Yeah. A lot but of time. That's, the, that's more time than a lot of states get, you know, for their rifle, their entirety of their rifle season. You go up in the Midwest, you know, some of those states only have a two-week rifle season. So we still have a lot. It's still worrisome, though, because... To get all the samples in to meet the goal, that's not much time. No, and and our you know our biggest our 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 biggest hunting weeks and weekends are probably already behind us. You know, Thanksgiving, Christmas, week between Christmas and New Year's, those are always big ones. But you know, we're we're still going to keep collecting them, and um, hopefully we'll we'll get what we need. That's all we can do is just hang on and see. But do drop off your sample. Even if you're not in a mandatory sample area, go ahead and do it. You take a deer, drop off the sample, or take it to a taxidermist that's participating. They'll take the sample for you. You still get your mount. You still get your trophy. Everything's fine. But we get the data we need, to. It's a win-win. When we come back, it's New Year's. 
First time Adam's been in the studio, so of course he walked in with an idea, and it's a pretty good one, I think. New Year's resolutions. Outdoor resolutions. I like that, and we'll deal with that when we come back here on Mississippi Outdoors Radio, Super Talk Mississippi. Keep it here. This is Jimmy Primos at the range in Gluckstadt, Mississippi's newest gun store with indoor range, firearms training center, and full-service gunsmithing department. Right now, we're offering special pricing on our individual, couples, and family memberships. We're so sure you will enjoy a membership and the exclusive benefits that our members enjoy that we don't even ask you to sign a contract. Come browse our huge selection of guns and accessories or look into signing up for one of our many firearms training classes. The range by Jimmy Primos just off I-55 at the Gluckstadt exit. Employers, are you looking for new employees, spending hours searching recruitment sites? For over 50 years, service specialists have been connecting hard-to-find qualified candidates for employers. Has COVID-19 changed your staffing needs? We have candidates for all of your clerical, administrative, manufacturing, and industrial needs. Call us at 601-898-1085. Service specialists, the expert recruiters, helping employers and job candidates connect since 1967. Now with offices in Ridgeland, Canton, and Oxford. Hello, I'm Gary Jolly from the Tractor Store in Richland. Now's the best time of the year to say more with Mahindra. And it all starts with zero. Pay zero down and zero percent interest up to 60 months. That's more for less on many of Mahindra's best-selling models with tractors that deliver more lift, capacity, fuel efficiency, and built-in weight. So get zero down, zero percent interest for up to 60 months on Mahindra, the world's number one selling tractor, Mahindra, available at the Tractor Store in Richland. In the house, my friend Lee Garland of EXP. What's happening, Lee? 2020 was an incredible year. We sold hundreds of houses. As a matter of fact, and thank you, you took care of a family member. What was so unique about selling that home was the buyer who bought it, bought it sight unseen. They bought it from the videos, photos, and drone footage that we shot. They did not actually step foot in the house until the week before closing. Share with us some of the other advantages of the marketing campaign. One of the things that we do is we give sellers options. We give them the option of assurance, convenience, and the ability to get top dollar on their property. If the seller needs the assurance that their house is going to sell, we can guarantee that sale. If it doesn't sell at the end of the listing agreement, we'll buy it. And that's what makes you guys the leader in the market. We are the number one team in central Mississippi. We spend more money marketing properties than anybody else. We have an advertising budget of almost a half a million dollars, where the average agent only spends 250 to $500 a month. Go to? LeeWillBuyIt.com or call us at 601-983-1130. This is JT. If you like me, you like to deal with local people. Majestic Metals was founded in Mississippi in 1954 and they're headquartered in Gluckstadt. For complete metal building systems and steel roofing and siding, call the hometown folks 1-800-647-8540 or on the web MajesticMetalsINC.com The best made-to-order lunch in Northeast Jackson is at 4th and Gold Sports Cafe. Homestyle plates full of catfish, shrimp, and rib tips just to name a few. Eat in or carry out, DoorDash or Grubhub. Call 769-208-8283 Once again, 769-208-8283 I'm Kelly Bennett, and you're listening to News Mississippi. Former Mississippi Supreme Court Justice Reuben Anderson was the keynote speaker at Mississippi State's Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. Unity Day event. I first heard him speak when I was a student at Tougaloo College in 1962. 
And I knew at that time that I wanted to be a part of the Civil Rights Movement. Anderson talked about King's unique leadership style. Dr. King was successful because all of his career, he espoused nonviolence. The Mississippi National Guard has deployed soldiers to D.C. ahead of the president-elect's inauguration. Consisting of approximately 100 soldiers, Task Force Mississippi left for the nation's capital last Friday. From all 50 states, a total of 25,000 members of the National Guard will be in Washington. That's more than the number of troops in Iraq and Afghanistan combined. Before your next trip into the great Mississippi outdoors, make sure you stop by your neighborhood Gateway Tire and Service Center, where we go the distance for you. No matter where the road takes you, Kenda has a tire designed for your journey. On the road, on the trail, or on the racetrack, you can count on Kenda quality. For the past 50 years, Kenda's been building a better tire for life's most demanding activities. Actually, they overbuilt them to ensure you succeed safely in everything you do. Stop by any Gateway Tire and Service Center near you for the largest selection of Kenda tires in Mississippi. While you're there, don't forget Gateway's ASC certified mechanics are trained to diagnose and repair your car or truck with honest customer service. Gateway Tire and Service Centers offers lube oil and filter changes, engine diagnostics, belts, hoses, brakes, wheel alignment, and of course tires, just like Kenda. Designed for your journey. Gateway Tire and Service Centers supports Mississippi outdoors. And of course, we go the distance for you. When you listen to Super Talk Mississippi, you become part of a statewide community, a community of knowledgeable, engaged, enlightened, well-informed, hardworking men and women just like you, all eager to see the Magnolia State grow and prosper. There may be some disagreement on how to get there, but the goal remains the same, for each Mississippian to reach their American dream. Thanks for listening and being a part of the conversation on Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio, and it's time for our getaway, uh, gateway getaway this week. And this week, the gateway getaway is John W. Kyle State Park on State Park Road in Sardis, Mississippi. It's located on the Sardis Reservoir, just one hour from Memphis. Uh, it offers a wide array of recreational opportunities in an area abundant in natural beauty. Again, poetic writing. I like Miss Janice is good. She is. She, she knocks good. it out of the park yeah. every week. I can't brag on her enough. John Kyle, just 25 miles from the historic campus of Ole Miss. Perfect spot for a sports weekend. They have 200 RV campsites and 20 cabins. They offer fishing, boating, golf, a group camp, picnicking, and a ballroom that will accommodate up to 96 people for banquets, weddings, and family reunions. You can make your reservation right now on the website, mdwfp.com. You can call 1-800-467-2757 to take care of that reservation, or you can call the park directly, 662-487-1345. And don't forget, you can get that annual park permit. 50 bucks gives you access to... John W. Kyle State Park and all the state parks for a solid year. That is still the best deal going. This week's Gateway Getaway, John W. Kyle 
State Park. You've got people taunting you on the ceasefire text line, Adam. Keith says, had nine long beards on my deer plot Saturday. Most I can tell you is I hunt on the Pearl River, which doesn't narrow it down that much. Well, we, it's all, all these data points, you know, just you're, we're, we're connecting the dots. As I said during the break, we all know you have a spreadsheet <laughs> at home on your computer. We know what yeah. you're doing. Uh, he, he enters these data points every day. Uh, somebody else, Ronnie from Prentice, says, first conversation with a gobbler and you're hooked for life. That's right. No, got me when I was about five years old. Hadn't let you go yet either, no, has it? No. Now you had a, a. I guess it was you that had this idea. Who had this idea about New Year's resolution? Me and Josh, yeah. we we talked about it. We were we were going to do it last week, and things kind of got switched around. But you know, New Year's resolutions. You know, people you know come up with different things. Going to diet. Going to exercise. Going to quit smoking. Whatever. We need to do something. You know, more positive. Well, on a we, positive note, we need some resolutions that you can actually keep. Yeah, because we don't keep the other ones. That's Come right. On. You yeah. know, resolutions of things to do in, in in Mississippi's great outdoors. So Josh and I sat around and thought of some different things every month of the year. We got we got you something every month. You can just plan your year. Yeah. So get your notepad out. Yeah. Because we're about to dive in. Have you put this up on the website yet? You we're not. To... We're going to do a little social media post. I think. Okay. There you go. Do a little. That's okay. what you should good. do outside. A little reminder. Yeah. Very good. Very good. What you got, John? All right. Well, uh, January. It's cold. There's snow out there. Right. What are we supposed to do right. for a New Year's resolution? So for this? we're thinking maybe try a standby duck duck hunt in the Delta if you haven't done that before. Um, it's pretty uh, good opportunity to sneak yeah. in there and get some of these uh, waterfowl we, we, we some, coming through. You know, we, we've got world class duck hunting opportunities here in Mississippi. People come from all over the southeastern United States to Mississippi, and you know a lot of our areas are draw, but. If you didn't get in on the draw, you can still do standby. So we, you know, go hunt some of our great duck hunting WMAs in the Delta via standby. Well, and I showed you guys the picture during the break uh, that Bill texted in earlier in the show uh, from Lafleur County, I think it was. Uh, and yeah, there's plenty of duck out there to go plenty get. Of ducks. That's obvious. That's right. So February, that's February, try a little small game action. We got a, a, a small game combo for you. Uh, if you if you know somebody with some beagle dogs and somebody's got a squirrel dog, go up to O'Keefe WMA and do a combo squirrel rabbit hunt. O'Keefe's a great destination Ooh, for that. Great yeah. squirrel hunting destination, and also has some uh, you know some WRP type stuff with some good rabbit hunting um, close by. Um, we also have Charles Ray Nix WMA, yeah. which is right down the road from great, John Kyle. Yeah, great also great rabbit yeah. hunting destination. So you can go up there and just right back to back squirrel in the morning rabbit in the afternoon or whatever true story my dad when he got me into squirrel hunting he took me squirrel hunting but we squirrel hunted with pistols wow that's that takes some skill huh yeah well you know my my dad was a big pistol shooter he he i'm has thinking you didn't bring many home boxes i i didn't bring nearly as many home as he did he had no problem <laughs> One squirrel, one shell. He was done. Stuff it in the bag, move on. Uh, so, yeah, if, if you're looking to up your game, if you think it's just too easy, the squirrel hunting you're doing, yeah, get, get, you, get you a pistol and get some cartridges loaded with shot and go squirrel hunting. Mm -hmm. Let me know how that goes for you. I've done that. All right, March, there, there, there ain't but two things you need to be thinking about in the Mississippi outdoors in March, okay? you you got to do a turkey hunt, and you got to go 
white perch fishing crappie there you go white perch fishing. sorry i spelt it wrong here yeah crappie, that's okay yeah. i'm hey, gonna but, forgive you know, your typo, good destination Josh. for that would be you know any of our wmas up in kind of the the northeast part of the world it's going to be close to some of the big reservoirs so you could you know turkey hunt in the morning fishing in the afternoon oh know? that's perfect yeah you got I like I mean, that all wrong class crappie i-55 yeah. you can find it yeah, yeah. I am I am really proud of you by the way. Why's that? You're encouraging turkey hunting competition. Or is it that you don't well, hunt it Calhoun fits with County, the, the so whole, you're sending no, them all well, there? No, 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 the the uh <laughs> it the combo thing. So if okay, you're gonna okay. the, I mean you got you know, you, you we've got great crappie destinations and we also have, you know, some turkey hunting. They're close by. Oh, up in Grenada, that's where you yeah. go for white perch. Yeah. So you gotta oh, kinda yeah. look right there. Where can you where could you do both in the same day? That makes there sense. You go. Okay. You're that okay. part of the I state. just thought you were trying to run the competition off somewhere else yeah. so you've got free reign. You know. It's not hurting, right? You know. Yeah, that's what I thought. Right. But uh when we come to April, all right, so uh monster fish exhibit at the Museum of Natural Science will be leaving April the 11th so you need to go and check it out before you leave it's pretty awesome it's a National Geographic uh, exhibit so go check that out for sure uh, then maybe it also in April since we talked about John Kyle uh, w- we should do uh, one of our three shooting facilities throughout the state so you got one North Mississippi one here in Jackson uh, and then one in uh, closer to Hattiesburg so go try that out in April do some sporting clays you know, pistol shooting. Yeah. Practice your, your squirrel pistol. Uh, that'll be a good thing to do in April. We asked our uh, fisheries guys, hey, when it comes to May, what's what's something we could do fishing that's a little different than the norm? And they suggested fishing for spotted bass on the Strong River. You know, do a little float trip, a little canoe trip. I think Mississippi has some of the best canoeing opportunities in the south, and that it's really an overlooked thing, you know, that we've got all over the state, really. Um but spotted bass on Strong River in May. You need to put that on your list. Okay, that's Take a good. Take Saturday one. to go do that. That's a good one. Strong I like River that. coming through Simpson County. There flows into the Pearl. I like that. Yeah. Very good. And something not a lot of people would think about. That's right. That's right. Very good. Very and good. Maybe when we come to June, there's a little bit more of a, a niche uh, group of people that'll be out in the water hand grabbing for catfish. So. Try Pickwick Lake out there by J.P. Coleman State Park or go down to Lake Whittington, any of the river oxbows. They tend to hold some big blues and big channel cats that you can swim on down and put your hand in a box and grab a big one out. I'm going to let you go first, Dave. <laughs> yeah, no, no. I'm, I'll go when you go. How about that? You go check the hole, and then I'll go down there. Well, and again, my problem is I swim like a cinder block, so it's not really <laughs> something that appeals though, to me. Oh, yeah. It's, it's getting it back to the shore. That's a, I can't get myself back out without something fighting me, so that's the problem. And I admire the people that uh, post all the time on my social media, you know, hashtag grip a lip, and I'm like, Okay, you're better than I am. You go. You keep. You keep on being you, because I admire it. But no, thank you. Yeah, I'm not involved. Yeah. I'm gonna have to skip the June one. Yeah. Well, we'll go on to July. I mean, I don't know how many people. I know the the coast knows about this, but uh, I don't know how many in in the north part of the state know that we have a water park at one of our uh, state parks that happens to be on the beach. So Buccaneer State Park. Water Park is a great place to go. Uh, they're doing some renovations this year. They're adding uh, additional RV spots uh, that have beach access and some other uh, pretty cool little uh, features to the to I'll say this. Water park. I've, I've worked for the Department of Wildlife and Fisheries for 13 years now, 
And I had never actually been, you know, I'm in the wildlife division, which is separate from the parks division, so I don't necessarily, you know, interact with the park stuff all that much. But I had never been to Buccaneer until about a year ago, and I was just blown away. It's got a big it's a heck of a facility yeah. that we've got down there. Yeah. We've got water slides, yeah. splash pads. It's something good for like yeah. every age of child or or adult. You know, they can go bob around in the wave pool. But um, yeah, right it's there. a great place to take the family. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely. All right, we, we come to August now, mm-hmm. and I'll I'll tell you this, Dave. When when Josh and I were sitting around trying to think, well, I, my suggestion was let's don't put anything for August. There's nothing to look forward to in August in Mississippi. It's we, basically a just you know we run bear into that it and problem. get through it. Yeah, we run into that problem on the show every year. Yeah, it's like what do we talk about? Well, guys? I mean, it, if we're talking things to do in the outdoors in Mississippi, I mean, it's just. It's miserable, folks. I mean, there's no way to sugarcoat it. You know, we're just hoping to get through it to better times. But, I mean, if you want to do something in August, try night fishing for catfish. They seem to be pretty active when it's 92 degrees yeah. at night. Try to avoid no the breeze. Heat. I've been night fishing. We don't have the time, but remind me another time, and I'll tell you my night fishing story, uh, where I discovered that, as it turns out, I can fly. But I'll, I'll tell you about that another time. Uh, we're up against the break. When we come back, we've still got September through December to go. Uh, during the break, I'm going to get Adam around here to look at this picture somebody sent in from a trail cam because I just enjoy seeing him get that twitch mm-hmm. at the corner of his left eye a little bit. And that picture is going to do it. Thank you for that. Final segment of Mississippi Outdoors Radio on the way next. inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever Saturday, January 23rd at Soulburgers Jewelry Ridgeland. It's time to do more of what you want, where you want. With the all-new Honda EU2200i generator, available at your preferred local Honda dealer, Frederick's Sales and Service. These generators are quiet, portable, efficient, and have the reliability you'd expect from Honda. Come by Frederick Sales and Service in Brandon and see the full line of Honda generators or online at fredericksales.com. Honda and Fredericks, power you can trust. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. Celebrating our 40th anniversary at Cock of the Walk. Voted the best catfish in Mississippi with our grilled or fried catfish along with greens, coleslaw, and a skillet of our homemade cornbread. With locations on the Reservoir, Pocahontas, and one mile from the Grand Ole Opry in Nashville, Tennessee. Catfish, hush puppies, and fried dill pickles. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I like chicken. I like fish. I like hush puppies. I love it. Catfish is excellent. For a flipping good time, come down to Cock of the Walk. I'm Andy Gibson, your Commissioner of Agriculture, inviting you to the Dixie National Rodeo at the Mississippi Coliseum in Jackson, February 11th through 17th. It's the greatest show on dirt. Excitement from cowboys and cowgirls competing for over $100,000 on world-class Harper Morgan livestock. Entertainment from world champion trick roper Ryder Kisner. And an all-star concert lineup featuring the Oak Ridge Boy, Parker McCollum. You're pretty Mo Bandy. I'm Bandy the Rodeo Clown. John Conley. But these rose colored glasses. Sawyer Brown. Oh, but some girls do. Gary Allen. That's the way 
and Riley Green. All brought to you by John Deere, Ram Dealers of Mississippi, and Southern Ag Credit, Trustmark, and Clinton Body Shop. I'm Andy Gibson, and I hope to see you there. Hey, I'm here with Alex Murray of Auto Innovation. At Auto Innovation, we want to change your car buying experience. When you're in the market for a quality pre-owned vehicle, please come see us. We want to make friends, not just customers. All eligible vehicles are inspected by a Master Tech mechanic and come with a limited powertrain warranty on us. We are located on Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Come by, see us, or check out our inventory online at autoinnovation.net. Let us change your car buying experience. Auto Innovation, Highway 51 in Ridgeland. Final sale days, final discounts at Soul Burgers Jewelry in Ridgeland. Buy remaining inventory for just pennies on the dollar. That's right. Own fine jewelry for as little as 17 cents on the dollar. Doors close forever, Saturday, January 23rd at Soul Burgers Jewelry, Ridgeland. It's that time of the year again. Like my son Barrett and I, hunters will soon be heading to the woods to hopefully bag that big buck. Hi, I'm Chris Howard, Executive Director of the Mississippi Department of Rehabilitation Services. Our agency often works with Mississippians whose disabilities are the result of tree stand injuries. Keep safe by remembering these important tips. Always maintain three points of contact going up and down a tree. Use a haul line and always wear a safety harness. Please don't let your next hunt be your last. Heading to the coast to hit the casinos. Or maybe just a relaxing getaway for a few days. When you drive to the coast, tune to 106.3 Casino Radio for all casino promotions and exciting things to do while you're there. And it's not just casinos. Casino Radio has everything you'll want to know to make your stay on the coast an amazing one. From all of the great restaurants, nightlife, recreation, and more, Casino Radio has it all. So when you're on the coast, discover everything that's happening from 106.3 Casino Radio. Accurate information is a precious commodity. Get yours from News Mississippi and Fox News. Trusted sources on 97.3 FM, Super Talk Mississippi. Welcome back, Mississippi Outdoors Radio. Adam, Josh, in the studio. We're going through your New Year's resolutions, as suggested yeah. by Adam and Josh, and, and got some good ones. And we're up to, I think we're headed into September. September. So September, you could, you know, you could do a very uniquely Mississippi thing, which is a dove-gator combo. Hunt doves during the day. Hunt the gators at night. Now, obviously, you know, gator. You can't just everybody go gator hunting. You got to get the permit and all of that, but. You pull that off. That's a twenty-four yeah. hours. You could you could just Mississippi outdoors for twenty-four straight hours. Mm. I, I will say this: doves, gators. You were here the first time in the English language. A dove gator combo was hey, said out loud. Right there. Mark it down. It's, 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 it's twenty twenty-one. Uniquely Mississippi, but it, it could happen. You yeah, could do it. Yeah. I like that. Um, October. Something a little different. You could try put in for the draw, but we have a we have a rifle hunt on one of our WMAs. Black Prairie WMA has a rifle hunt in October, so you could you could take advantage of that before you know rifle season opens for uh, for for most folks. Um, and also then, do one of Josh's favorites. Oh man, go to Bear Creek Float Trip uh, for spotted bass at Tishomingo State Park. So I've been on that trip and it is pretty amazing. Uh, the the park itself charters the canoes, so they'll go drop you off, and you can take out right there at the Swinging Bridge at Tishomingo, and uh, 
catch a whole bunch of spotted bass. That's the thing to remember. If you've never been on a float fishing trip, number one, what are you doing with your life? But number two, it's a lot of fun. Oh, yeah. It's different than just parking the boat and, and hoping you found the right spot this time. Yeah. I threw like, one bait the whole time. And like I said, I, I think it's one of the, you know, our, our you know, paddling opportunities here in the state, probably one of the most overlooked things we got. We've got some awesome canoeing and kayaking places, and, you know, you don't hear it talked about a lot. No, you really don't. And I think that's partially because the people that take advantage of it and know how awesome it is don't want to crowd it. <laughs> so they don't talk about it very often. And then, I mean, if you can't get to the north uh Mississippi area in October, you could go in November and chase the fall colors at all of the state parks, state lakes. Um, also, a good time to fish and prepare for hunting. So. Yeah, and you know, November's it's, it's all kicking off. Yeah. You don't have to make up a lot of things for November. Yeah, you got plenty to do in November. And then, same with December, you know, December, you know, duck hunt, chase the rut around, you know, deer coming in rut. You don't have to make it. It's we got a lot to do in December. And you know what? I'll go back to something that, that you said just then, Josh, when you were talking about November and Chase the Ball Colors. We talk about it all the time, and we mention it in passing, especially during the Gateway Getaway. Miss Janice does a great job of writing those every week. Uh, if you haven't been to our state parks, especially in the fall, we have some absolutely gorgeous state parks. Mm -hmm. I don't care if you're, if you're going to go hunting and fishing or go to the water park or whatever. Just go take it in. Just go look at it. They are gorgeous. And, and that can't be understated. And I think uh, some people need to realize, even if you're not going there to do anything, just go there to take in Mississippi. It, it's a fantastic experience. That's right. And one more update on, on the topic of state parks. So we've got our new state parks uh, license plate that's open for pre-order, and we just reached our halfway point. So we need a little over... Uh, I think around 150 left to pre-order, so feel free to go online. There's a banner right on our web webpage, mdwfp.com, and you can go apply and, and, and uh, get that, and we'll get that rolling. It's a great-looking so. tag, too. Yeah, great it is. Tag. But you gotta get, colors. you got to get 300 uh, pre-orders before they officially kick it into gear, right? Right, right. And then last I looked last week, we were right over 150, so we're over halfway there. Um, goal is to be there before May. So Go to mdwfp.com. You can see that banner, click on it, and find out more information. That's also where you can find out more about Mississippi Outdoors TV. Yep. Um, you know, we're in the, the, the new season now, showing new episodes off, and this week got a good one. Uh, we'll be showing the 2020 Governor's Hunt. So, you know, I, I don't I don't know how many years the Foundation's been doing the, the Governor's Hunt. I know it's probably at least a decade, and, uh, you know, Many many years with Governor Bryan on there as you know he's a strong supporter of Mississippi Outdoors. This one will be Governor Reeves's first, uh, so check that out. The 2020 Governor's Hunt with Governor Reeves down there chasing some some birds down in right. Longleaf Country, uh, and then a, a bass fishing trip at Wells Lake. So tune in for Mississippi Outdoors TV Thursday nights at 7:30 on Mississippi Public Broadcasting, and if you miss it, you can catch it Saturdays at 5:30 or. Go check out all our social media stuff, and we've got it all posted up there. That's right. Just search for the Mississippi Department of Wildlife, Fisheries, and Parks on Facebook and, it. and all of the socials. Or, again, just go to MDWFP, and you've got links up there where they can just click, and it'll open it right up for them. But go like all the pages. Oh, go, yes, go, please. Please do. Go do all of that so you get updated when Josh finally releases his hard work into the wild right. you get notified of what's going on because there's some good stuff that comes out of you guys every single week thank you dave 
Good. A little plug there. Yeah, you got to end with a little plug yeah. for you, Josh. It's good to have you in here again. Good set of New Year's resolutions. I like it, man. We're going we're gonna to stick to them. Right. Bring them up every month. I, I'm keeping Sticking this to paper. We're, I'm going to call go. you on this, so we'll, we'll see how things are going. I cannot wait. Maybe Adam will take me turkey hunting this year so I can get yeah. one off my bucket list. All I know is he said he was going to hold to them. I'm keeping the paper because come That's June, right. I'm going to ask him how the hand grabbing is going. Mm. There we go. It's six months, but we'll get there, buddy. I like eating catfish, Dave, but I don't know if I like it that much. <laughs> That's more catfish eating you. <laughs> That's it for Mississippi Outdoors Radio. We'll do it again next Monday at noon on Super Talk Mississippi. I'll be back tomorrow at 10. See you then. Super Talk Mississippi Media Production.